0: Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Spread the Dread. I'm John, and I'm Joe. And you sick motherfuckers are back <laughs> again. Here we go, Joe. We we crossed the double digit milestone last yes. week. Yes. With episode ten for Ricardo Lopez. Now technically, if you want to count the fright flick "Fuck Mary Kills," we already crossed it. But that's that's a side piece. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's 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 the salad and the free breadsticks of the <laughs> meal. This is the motherfucking T-bone steak of the shitty dinner that you all feast upon every week. (laughs) Uh, And so now we're, we're back. You can't stop. The motherfucking dread. We're <laughs> in episode eleven. It feels great. Yes, it does. And, and it was interesting
1: guys. that Podbean actually sent us a reminder. It was like, oh, you guys uploaded ten episodes. We're like, yeah. They did
0: that, and then per their stats, we also crossed a thousand downloads, yes. which is a big milestone. Thank, thank, thank you, you, everybody. So
1: much. However, when we
0: when we were trying to figure out the way that they take in their Apple Podcast statistics, yeah, it's still so jumbled. We probably passed a thousand plays, and I you guys know this we have zero pride in ourselves <laughs> or anything like that but yeah that was a few weeks ago honestly but because yes. we were sitting yeah when we tracked the numbers um they're they're only they're doing
1: a fucking map like oh 10 of... no they're literally
0: accounting for maybe 30 percent of the plays that apple if says we that, get really yeah yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah between 20 it's and 30. really But either bad. way we officially per our podcasting home host distributor Podbean, we've passed a thousand plays Thank you all for f- yes. fucking sticking around. <laughs> I don't know. Well, a few of you, I do. You've reached out personally to us.
1: and
0: <laughs> yeah. Clearly, you know. You're our
1: people. <laughs> absolutely.
0: You have no tribe outside of us. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all groovy. But we're back. Episode 11. It feels good to be doing it. Um, Good week. Yeah. Not a bad week. Uh, we, we did put up. Part three, we closed out the trilogy of R.L. Stein's Fear Street for Netflix. Let's not get into that because <laughs> you I motherfuckers know. need to give us listens. So go download and stream part one, part two, and part three where we cover the Fear Street trilogy. Part three was just put up yesterday. The numbers are looking great. Yeah. Great numbers. Thank you guys all very, very much, uh, but we're not going to talk about our opinion on it because. You assholes. Yes. I'm speaking directly <laughs> to the dreadheads. You are assholes because you're our people and we're assholes. Go download it. Go listen to it if you're really that curious about it. Yes. Um, let's see. What kind of housekeeping stuff we got to do?
1: Um, if you don't know what our website is yet, it's spreadthedreadpodcast.com. Yes. Spreadthedreadpodcast.com.
0: Okay. Yes, spread yes. We always have to do that. There may be a few new people here. I am sure if there are 20 new people listening this week.
1: They won't be three here next you, week. Three of you will stay.
0: <laughs> the other 17 will be like, oh, God, I got to rethink my life. Why did I stumble upon this? If my, I'm going to go
1: to church. <laughs> yes. If my, if my,
0: if my you know, preferred podcast platform suggested this to me, what have I been doing <laughs> to, think, to make an AI think that I wanted to listen to this shit? <laughs> but to the two or three of you that stick, fucking welcome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, spreadthedreadpodcast.com, Joe. What are they gonna find there? You're
1: gonna find all the direct links to our social media as well as the most popular podcast app, you know applications. So it's not, not con- even the most popular. We are fucking whores. We are
0: on, <laughs> We're on everything. Every fucking we thing. spread it on everything. If you have a mixtape from the fucking 90s, you may want to go back and listen to it. We may have fucking infiltrated.
1: <laughs> we are that
0: we are that real about spreading this. We always drain. say it's
1: no bullshit. You're gonna click one of those links. You're gonna go directly to that that particular application's website for us. No right. bullshit. No need to just search around. You will go directly to it. That's where you need to follow us. Yes. That's you, where you need to listen to us. Yes. And make that's sure that it. you're
0: make sure that you're following, allowing for like the automatic downloads, yes. so that if you miss a notification, at least it's there. You can go back to it. Also, the links to our YouTube and our BitShoot. Uh, are there as well. Again, we currently aren't recording this live, but we posted up. We're, we're holding there. We're hoping to get there. We're, we're, we're hoping to get there to where we can eventually film while we do these yes. things uh, so that you guys can figure out how much of a drinking problem we really do yeah. have. You will be able to witness <laughs> it. And I'm sure there's some really fucked up fans of ours that are going to be like, hey, I, I, know, <laughs> I know that we've had some fucked up conversations. We've laughed, we've bonded. <laughs> But I'm worried. <laughs> you know, the moment those cameras started rolling, I- I'm worried about y'all. Yeah. And you know what? I it's appreciate okay. the concern. It's okay. keep it to yourself. Because <laughs> spreading the dread, it ain't easy. Just like pimping. <laughs> uh, but yeah, spreadthedreadpodcast.com. There's, even, there's the Podbean player right on the website. Yep. So if you go directly right to the website.
1: You can be really lazy. You can just hit play.
0: Absolutely. Or shit,
1: just turn your volume on and it'll start auto playing for yep. you.
0: Yeah, and no matter what your platform is, make sure you're following, subscribing, starring, hearting, downloading, leaving reviews, all that good jazz. Speaking of reviews, I will say this because everyone, if you listen to this show a decent bit, you know we're doing the five-star super spreader sticker free giveaway. We're doing that for for Apple currently. We are going through, and it's... I would say by next episode, Joe,
1: yes. Yes. We're
0: going to have a list of the other, the other podcast platforms that will qualify for it, where you can actually leave. Cause we need reviews for the show, not for an episode, giving us a heart for an episode and stuff like that. That's not worth the free sticker and fuck you. If you think it is. <laughs> um, so we're going to have that list for you, but as of right now, it still needs to be on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Drop a couple of lines in the review. Send us a screenshot of that review to where, Joe?
1: Oh, spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com. Or or our Facebook messenger. Or or our Instagram messenger. Right. You (gasps) send
0: that to us along with your mailing address, and we're going to send you a free sticker. We got some campaigns rolling out uh, to actually advertise that because we got a few dreadheads already got their fucking stickers. Yep. And we're going to put their motherfucking pictures up Along with their fucking handles so that you
1: can harass them. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, yeah.
0: Harass them, but also know that you're not fucking as cool as them. So no matter how much online trolling you do to them, in mine and Joe's eyes, you're fucking nothing. (laughs) You're garbage. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but we
1: forgot to announce, and I haven't added to the website yet, but we now... Have a Snapchat.
0: To be fair, you did mention I, that on the, on, the, on the Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill. But not the main Beer show, Street, God damn it. Yeah, this is the main show. <laughs> and to further elaborate, we have a Snapchat that is solely on Joe's phone. Naked Bix, I am terrified. I, I am terrified. I know you people. <laughs> I am you people. And I know what I would send through an app that guarantees in 24 hours it's fucking deleted from <laughs> memory and all that other shit. So, you know what? Go on, you go on Snapchat, search, uh, Snapchat, search Spread the Dread podcast. Yep. You send her whatever the, now I promise you, I, she's gonna share it with me because, of course, the dread only matters if you share it <laughs> with those you love. And you should honestly clearly look at me and Joe as relationship goals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is, the, you Not know, this Not really,
1: is, but okay.
0: <laughs> for what you hear while we're recording, we are the picturesque uh a picture of what you fuckhead should want but sure yeah. but yeah <laughs> snapchat spread the dread podcast and uh yeah feel free to fuck whatever you want to it. whatever yeah, it's you want only to. on my
1: phone keep that's actually legal. why the avatar only shows my face because i'm like just yeah. just
0: keep it legal because i can't remember if they own it or not but for sure mark zuckerberg is watching <laughs> so be careful motherfuckers all right so we got all that out of the way Again, remember, episode 10, Ricardo Lopez, It's Up, along with, obviously, nine other episodes. Great episodes. Yes. Uh, Carl Panzram, a fucking classic. <laughs> uh, Snowtown, uh, you got Junko Feruda, which is kind of a sadder one, but it's not bad. It's, it's, it's uh, D- Dimitri and Natalia Bakchiv, the Krasnador cannibal couple, all that stuff. It's there. Go listen to it if you're new. And if you're not new and you've been with us from the beginning, go listen fucking listen to it again (laughs) we need it all right but let's let's that's everything right yeah that's everything that's everything covered everything so now it's time to get into (sighs) the meat and potatoes now i'm gonna say this all right i'm a south carolina boy Mm -hmm. i'm i'm born from south carolina
1: yes you are
0: i don't uh, i don't know if you can tell from the accent Some people say that, oh, you know, I have much of an accent. And then I'll say one word and they go, God damn.
1: Like wrestling.
0: No, wrestling is done at the Olympics. Wrestling is what I watch (laughs) on TNT on Wednesdays. (laughs) And uh, God damn any of you for disagreeing because you're wrong. (laughs) But if you're from South Carolina and and you're into this kind of shit, you know the guy we're about to talk about, but a lot of people do not fucking no. know him. and
1: That's the crazy part. I never heard about him It's no. I moved down here. No, what's
0: going to happen when, you, when you're done with this episode, you're going to have two thoughts. You're going to go, God damn, that was a terrible fucking podcast. Awful quality. <laughs> the dude won't shut the fuck up. And he probably mentioned fisting way more than I was comfortable with. <laughs> the girl should run for her fucking life. She sounds smarter than him. She should take the kids and fucking flee. Uh, and but her laugh second, is really
1: annoying. Yes. Oh yeah. No yeah. Her laugh
0: is awful. Her midwestern <laughs> shows fucking through when she gets tickled. Uh, and then your second thought is going to be, why in the name of fuck have I never heard about Pee Wee Gaskins? Uh, we, we obviously we titled this episode one of his nicknames because we you got to have a fucking nickname. You you know you're on the fucking you you you're one of the fucking the elite. If you got a nickname. <laughs> uh, and his nickname that we chose, which was a great one, The Meanest Man in America. Yeah. And if you're, if you're, you know, just skimming the surface of fucked up serial killers, like, well, you know, I like John Wayne Gacy. You know, he was <laughs> fat, but it's cool. Like, you know, he, he was fucking around with boys in the crawl space. And yeah. You know, and Ted Bundy was cute. That Volkswagen was fucking amazing. You know, I know Richard Ramirez. I am legit. I even know that Son of Sam's real last name was Berkowitz. A, stuff yourself. B, you motherfuckers. And, I, and I'm not even knocking anybody who's really into this shit for not knowing Pee Wee Gaskins.
1: Yeah, he, he's obscure. He really is. He really is. is for
0: no fucking reason. I, I, I don't know. And I'm telling you, at the end of this episode, you're going to be like, really? How the fuck did I not know about this guy? So, Joe... Don't let me hold us up like I constantly you do. You always do it. Let's get into let's let's get into the 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 basic stats of Mr. Pee Wee Gaskins.
1: Yes. So, Donald Henry Parrott, which is his legal name, Jr. Yes, was born uh March 13th, 1933 in Florence County, South Carolina. Yep. He died this, uh, September 6th. That's your
0: birthday. Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
1: 1991. At fifty years, uh, fifty-eight years old in Columbia, South Carolina, v the electric chair,
0: Ride his little ass.
1: Yes, yep. and all of his nixna- uh, yeah, nicknames. Yeah, let's go with the nicknames. Yeah, yeah. So we, you know, obviously we just said the meanest man in America, but also. The redneck Charles Manson, which which you didn't like because he didn't didn't kill, Charles Manson didn't kill anybody, he just influenced others. Charles Manson was a cult leader. Pee Wee Gaskins
0: is not a cult leader. No, he's a fucking serial killer. It was was made back in, yeah, no. Charles Manson is not fit, well, was, R.I.P. Charlie M., (laughs) uh, but he was not fit to fucking hold Pee Wee Gaskins fucking empty bullet casings. No, absolutely Uh, not. Uh, Keep going, though. He had a few other ones. Yeah,
1: so the Hitchhiker's Killer. Yep. Junior Parrot and Pee so he did have some fi- familial nicknames that right. go along with, you know, the fact that we're calling him Donald Henry Parrot, but you know he's known as Pee Gaskins. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You're gonna always if you we'll, if and you, we'll explain that yeah, throughout the episode. If you look up anything on this dude, like yeah, yeah, uh, Donald Henry Parrot Jr. is his his birth name, but you ain't gonna find shit under that. You want to go no. for Pee Gaskins. That's yes. what he's fucking known by. Um so yeah man, let's 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 dig into this shit, Joe. And I'm gonna tell everyone this is gonna be another Joe heavy episode. I had some shit going on this week. Joe really pulled it out of the fucking park and was able to pull a lot of good research on this, which is good because the less I talk the better. <laughs> yes, we're going to get to that. Yeah, yes, there is a book. We're going to mention it. It'll probably come up sooner or later. But let's let's actually get to the actual notes that people, I am sure, are convinced we never do. Okay, we don't take notes. Yes, we do. <laughs> we actually have pages of notes. Yep. It's just when we're typing. John goes notes, on a
1: tangent. Tangents. That's what it happens. He could pull you, pulls us from notes.
0: <laughs> Probably more often than I would even like to admit right now, <laughs> yes. But we do have, I'm telling you, we got bullet points and notes and stuff like that. This is a well researched show that never shines through upon recording. It's so fuck fucking it. Terrible. Let's just
1: go straight into for early life. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, go like, ahead. Let's you go ahead. It. Okay, so Pee Wee was actually the second eldest of Yulia Parrott's children.
0: That's a southern ass name.
1: Yeah. Yulia. Yulia. Yeah. Yulia. How's that? How do you pronounce that? Say it for me real country style. Yulia. Yulia.
0: Yulia Parrott. Which, which there's two R's and two T's there. So the South Carolinian in me wants to think, like, oh, well, that's one of them exotic last names. (laughs) Yulia Perot. But no, it's yeah, Julia Parrot. Uh, yeah, she he was her second uh, kid, uh, but she she had him at fifteen. Fifteen's when yes. she uh, she got pregnant with him.
1: Yeah, and obviously he got his name because he was really small for his age, and that's why they always called him Pee Wee. Right, Pee Wee right. plays with his Pee Wee. Yeah, so that's why. Wow. Well, um, <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was speculated his childhood had been riddled with neglect and abuse. But I will say this. He said via his book that his childhood was actually pretty decent. He enjoyed his mom's cooking. But and and how sweet she was and how his brothers and sisters kind of listened to him, even despite his size. And, Mm. you know, he commanded a level of respect that. You would think that a small child maybe couldn't have, but he did. And but so, the only right, so, thing so
0: so let's stop there. Let's yeah. go ahead and introduce the book. Okay. Because a lot of the stuff that you're gonna hear in these notes where we say, Oh, Pee-wee said this, they come from a book, Joe, yeah that is insanely hard, hard to find. Now, we do not have the book. Mm-mm. You could find actual physical copies of the book online from somewhere between like three to five hundred dollars. It's that fucking out of print. Yeah. Uh, but Joe did manage to track down a PDF version of it on Reddit. Yes. So y- you actually read the whole book and it's barely over 100 pages. Yeah, it's
1: 108 pages and I got it done in what, maybe like what, four hours? Or right. Or so? Well, yeah. you know, you-,
0: you are the nursing student. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, anytime you hear in the notes of like, oh, Pee Wee said this or he alluded to that, it's coming. That's from what that- I'm referring what to. What was the name yeah. of the book, though?
1: The Final Thoughts, I think. Hold on. Let me go all the way to the end. Hold okay. On a yeah, The Final Truth. By Pee Wee Gaskins.
0: Right, and I'm gonna tell you what this dude was not—he was not the uh, sharpest crayon in the box. Uh, so uh, there was someone who was basically interviewing him while he was on death yeah. row and stuff like that. It and was
1: taken one. from his recorded right. his, his recorded tapes, and the particular author, the guy—I think it's like Wilter or Wilton or some shit like that. Um, I don't have his name actually in here on my notes, but um, the author actually did a lot of interviews. With him, recorded the conversations and pulled those recorded conversations and created this autobiography for Pee after he was executed. Right,
0: but keep keep in mind, you know, are you gonna are you gonna really trust and or value the word of John Wayne Gacy? Are you gonna trust or value the word of Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer? No, these are serial killers. So yeah. again, when we say, "Hey, Pee Wee said this." do not fucking take it as gospel because it literally came out of the mouth of a fucking madman.
1: Yeah. But... Somebody it's, who was wanting not- a notoriety. Right. And that should always be taken into account because uh, even though we're kind of mentioning the book pretty early on, it, there's a lot of speculation and a lot of... I guess you could say uh, uh, experts coming in and said, oh, this is a bunch of bullshit. There's no way that he could have done this, this, and this. And there's been a lot of people vehemently saying, like, everything that in P.B. Gaskin's autobiography is a bunch of bullshit. Right. But I still wanted to find it. I still wanted to read it because I wanted that per- perspective of a crazy man because well, he is you, fucking nuts.
0: Yeah, well, you have to have that. And, and that's the problem with take with listening to a serial killer, right? This is somebody who was able to murder several people in gruesome ways. How much weight should his or her comment hold? Even if you take someone like Edmund Kemper, who very eloquently speaks, very soft-spoken, you almost want to believe him because of the mannerisms in which he 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 delivers his it story, to you yes uh-huh. but he's just as trustworthy as when charlie manson carved a goddamn nazi symbol in his forehead a swastika and you know went like ooga booga, and shit like that at the fucking uh, at, 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 you know at, when he would do interviews with people and stuff like that so you you have to it doesn't matter what you think it's worth knowing solely too because i think that a lot of the time they're giving you their truth the way they see it. And it may not make a lot of sense. Of course it's not. They're fucking psychopaths. Yeah. They're fucking, they're fucking crazy people, but it's good to get that perspective. But particularly with Pee Wee, because there's just not a shitload of stuff out there about him. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of these notes are gleaned from his book because that's, I mean, and again, we just happened to look up and Joe found a PDF version of it on Reddit. Yeah. I mean, without that, I mean, our notes were literally almost cut in half before you were able to find this PDF. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, because I had to pull direct quotes. I needed those direct quotes. Right. I really did.
0: And, uh-huh. and that's the other thing, too, is like, okay, uh, you know, when well, a lot of people go, oh, I killed 20 people. Yeah, we, okay, we, we, we've proven you've killed 20 people. And they're like, well, I really killed over 100. Who knows? We're never going to know. We're never going to know. And, I mean, literally probably shit, man. Hundreds, maybe thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of murders. I wouldn't say hundred thousand, but certainly hundreds to thousands of murders or dead bodies show up that clearly were murdered each year and they're unsolved. Yeah, you really can't fucking know, so it's always worth bringing that up. But I digress. So let's get back to the early life of Pee Wee Gaskin. So, but just keep that in mind. You know that when he's sitting there talking about like, oh, I thought I had a pretty good childhood. You know, my my mom made good victuals. <laughs> you know, and yeah, my stepdad was fucking mean as shit, but that was some good
1: ass eating. So much of Pee Wee's childhood, like I said earlier, like there was a lot of speculation on it. was like horrible and all this shit right. happened to him. It was not corroborated as far as his autobiography. Yeah. I will say this. That somebody like Pee Wee Gaskins, his, his his mental philosophy is that um, he's went through things where he was the victim and he triumphed. You know, he was triumphant over it. Yeah, but he became his the victimizer. Yeah, he became the victimizer. But if there was an instance, I, would, I honestly feel this in my bones, that, that if there was a situation in which he was the victim but that he didn't triumph over it. He wasn't going to include it. He wasn't going to cut himself short because he right. was short enough already. Napoleon Complex, where the fuck you want to call it? Yeah. He, you know, he he was a small guy, small stature, and had a lot of shit fucking happen to him where you were like, holy shit, why would he even talk about it? But you'll see, especially if you ever read his book, is that where he goes from being the victim, like you said, it becomes the victimizer. Right. If there's not an instance of that, I don't feel like he's going to mention it. And I will say this as far as his childhood, you're not going to triumph over your mom and dad, especially if you love your mom and your stepdad as much as supposedly Pee-wee did.
0: Well, and that's the thing too, you have to remember is that what's normal for someone is what they're accustomed to. You know, you could take someone, you know, from, from a really, you know, like third world country that lives, you know, out in a, out on a village on the safari or some shit like that. And, Per your upbringing, if you're a normal American, you would think that they had, they, you know, they went through hell growing up, but to them, it's normal. They don't know anything different. So that's where a lot of this, when you have to take for everyone, you know, saying like, oh, you know, I mean, obviously with a lot of these kind of serial killers, shit was kind of fucked up. Yeah. You know, something was fucked up. And I mean, you're going to see Pee Wee had a fucked up childhood. He had some fucked up experiences as a child. Yeah. Um, but you 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 know you have to remember again his the approval of his upbringing is coming from him not the most reliable of sources or someone you want to take their word to the bank.
1: But also, too, it's because of his, I, I hate to say it, but his, his socioeconomic level. Like he was a poor kid. You know, he was the second child of somebody who had gotten knocked up with him when he was fit or when she was 15 years old. Right. Um, you know, he is one of numerous other bastard children you know the family was well known as being like tobacco you know t- tobacco plantation workers even though they were white right. in old south carolina and so all that has to be taken into account and you actually really clearly see the that that um, uh, level at which they lived when he started befriending you know, some of the other school-age boys. Okay. So, he befri- he ended up befriending two of the boys named Danny and Marsh, and they ended up calling themselves the Trouble Trio. Because, Old Trouble
0: Trio, here you know, they
1: come now. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, obviously, they grew up in, around one another. They had the same kind of, like, similar background, history, and all of that. Right. And that's why they bonded. Cut from the same cloth. Exactly. And yep. that's where a lot of the very early crimes were perpetrated. And And they didn't have an issue with it. I've
0: heard poor people tend to do that. (laughs) As I pinky out, if I could throw throw a mustache, I don't shoot right now. (laughs) My fucking uh, yeah. So yeah, he was uh, he was really good with his hands. Yeah, he was good at fixing stuff. Uh, He was really good at uh, fixing uh, Victorolas, which was you know an early form of record player. Yeah. Uh, cars, sewing machines, any kind of small mechanized things—he was real good with it. Yeah, uh, he, and he, he would,
1: actually talked a lot about his interest in breaking apart things that were small that he wanted to figure out how they worked so he could fix them.
0: Just remember, anybody you think is stupid—they're smart in some fucking way. Yes, um, and, everybody and, has
1: an intelligence. Exactly,
0: because I'm gonna tell you what—I, I, you, you start telling me to do anything but change a tire or my oil or like fill up washer fluid or switch out a fucking. Windshield wiper blade on my car, I'm gonna cry because I don't fucking know what the fuck is going on. I'm not even good at vacuuming my fucking car. That's how bad that shit fucking I am.
1: Hell, you're not.
0: No, I'm not. <laughs> but um, so he would do that, and he would he would do that to make money on the weekends, like repairing the items and stuff like that. But he suddenly started to to realize that you know he could steal stuff, yeah, and sell the stuff, and, and he would make more money again. There goes that that socioeconomic thing of, of, you know, a lot of people, you know, you sit there and be like, oh, why would they do that? Because they grew up poor as shit and found something that legitimately, as long as you didn't get caught, actually worked to reduce their fucking poverty. No matter what side you fall on of that argument, it is fucking true.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so Gaskins he ended up doing like you know he was working at this gas station on every Saturday. People were bringing up elect- small electronics and this oh, machinery. Per- yeah, machinery, yeah machinery whatever. And this nobody guy comes was, up, was bringing
0: them you know an old fucking computer you know it was <laughs> way too uh, back in the day for that. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, way too old school. Um, this particular man came up to the gas station. He was like, hey, I have this floor model. Uh, record player that's having issues can you come by next weekend and that's actually how he ended up doing his very first ever house call and that was the very first time he ever had the ideas like holy shit looking around this place like there's a lot of shit I could pilfer if I could sell so, it, I could make a lot of money. So he went
0: to the store to repair something and then was like, look at all this fucking high price shit no, I've got he was. Entry.
1: No, well he was already working at that gas station as like a mechanic and picking up those side jobs. Right. This guy shows up no, just says Hey, come to my home he, yeah, he because went like I can't a, bring it oh, in. Oh, to the
0: guy's house. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. So he goes to the old dude's house. and you break breaking like,
0: this guy's house and there's a fucking fortune sitting here. Exactly. And okay. you're talking
1: about rural America. doesn't matter what fucking state. Rural America, there's probably certain days of the week you can pretty much drive out in the country and be like, that person's probably not going to be home because of X, Y, and Z. Right. That's the perfect opportunity to steal. Right. And that's what happened.
0: Well, and the thing of it, too, is that his friend Danny that he met, Danny's dad had actually done time for yeah. burglary. Yeah. So, boom, you got a guy right there. Automatically
1: going to fence for you. Yep.
0: he's he's got, he's got an idea. He could tell you what to do, what not to do. Got some connections of how to take the stolen merchandise and fucking, like you said, fence it, sell it, all that stuff. We're using mobster talk here. Fence it. are going to fence it. See? Yeah. You're going to take it around the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. See? <laughs> Fix it. Fence it. Um, so, yeah, he went to his dad about stealing stuff, and, and he told him, say, hey, you, you guys get me. Danny's dad loves burglary. He <laughs> said, hey, if you can get me some stolen shit to sell, I'll do it. But I it love a, selling stolen shit, boy.
1: It was actually really weird when Pee Wee introduced Danny's dad in the book. So, oh, how? Because he. Obviously, Pee Wee hated a lot of the guys that his mother brought around, and especially the man that she eventually married. And he, and he always gave him call-
0: his last name of Gaskins.
1: No, so Gaskins was his actual paternal father's Got last you. name. He didn't know that until a little later on. Okay, we'll talk gotcha, about that. Gotcha, yeah, okay. But um, more or less, like what he always- owned his
0: stepdad or any of the other his stepdad suitors was a his fucking asshole. Okay, yeah. his fair stepdad problem. was an
1: asshole, except for one particular guy that she used to date, who's super nice. But she didn't end up marrying him. Of yet. course
0: not. Of no, course not. No, he was Why way can't too fucking I nice. Find a good man? You but did. Was- you kicked him to the curb, uh, Eula.
1: <laughs> but it was weird because Pee-wee talked about Danny's dad as like, he he was a guy that they could always go to. They could always trust. He found a father he figure. Yeah. He didn't fucking beat the shit out of him. Like right. he was wasn't just like him, okay, I'm gonna him give sound
0: life advice. Though. No, you but know, he could, but...
1: he did the best he could because again, you have to think about right. the He's in the same boat as Wee
0: and his family, so he's like, yeah, you know, burglary. Hey, Peewee, he was Danny, willing to Marsh, take the heat. That's a that's burglary a burglary is an honorable pastime. <laughs> it's as old as Adam and Eve, <laughs> not Adam and Steve, because this is the early 1900s in South Carolina, and we don't play that shit. Uh, But speaking of that, we'll segue (laughs) into Pee Wee and Danny's other friend, the other member of the Trouble Trio, Marsh. And what, uh, so Marsh was gay. Oh, yeah. Um, I was pretty, um...
1: Semi open because you know, he was
0: at least open around Danny and P. Yeah, about yeah, because
1: he didn't feel like they were going to judge him. Uh, Danny and Marsh were actually a couple of years older than Gaskin. Gotcha. So I think honestly that he, Marsh looked at the both of them and was like, okay, well, Danny comes from a fucked up upgr- uh, upbringing and you know, Gaskin's got his own shit going on. He's younger than us. You know what? I'm fucking gay. I don't give a shit. Let them know. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: And to quote uh, Pee-wee about that, um, they they had like an abandoned house where they would kind of all hang out and chill and stuff like that. And uh, Pee-wee said, quote, Marsh thought the hideout was better than whores. (laughs) He liked, (sighs) this is Pee-wee, not me. He liked cornholing the younger boys and letting them cornhole him. And he liked to suck dicks. Danny and me didn't go for that too much. Mostly we just watched, though, to be honest, like most teenage boys, we tried it all once or more, and because Marsh was our friend, we would let him suck us off whenever he asked to. That's some decent bro down right there. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's bros being bros right there. I'm going to tell you what, man. When the Is pickings, that really how it goes down with when guys? When the pickings are slim, and you got a buddy who's like, look, I'm gay. I really need a cock in my mouth. But there's no cocks around. <laughs> that's when you, as a fucking friend, you unzip your pants and you say, "You know what, buddy? I'll take pal, one, pal, <laughs> friend of mine, blood that is of not of my blood. Here's my dick. <laughs> Go that's to that, town, oh, son. That's how it goes. Fucking enjoy." <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a celebration. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So um, and then one time after a, after a night of prostitutes, yep. Uh, they decided that they and here, yeah. here's what we start getting. I'm telling you what, like we're we're, we're joking. Pee wee was fucked up. Yeah. Um and 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 this is kind of where it starts here.
1: Yeah. Um, and this part of it is corroborated. Just so this let, is
0: legit. He, yeah. he He said it, and other people know. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, the boys
0: decided that
1: they needed a virgin,
0: and Marsh elected his youngest sister. Did we ever get an age on her? Thirteen. All right. Uh, how old was Pee Wee at this time?
1: Uh, thir- uh, Twelve, thirteen years old, so okay. relatively the same age. All
0: right. I mean, it doesn't make it right, but you, you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, but Marsh elected his youngest sister. Uh, the boys raped her multiple times. Uh, Forced her to clean herself up and and threatened to harm her if she said anything. (laughs) But she did. Again, ladies, be like Marsha's sister. Yeah. Always fucking report when that shit fucking happens. Don't you go around fearing shit like that. Everybody's on your fucking side tell somebody
1: yeah no and actually it was alluded in the book that Marcia's mom was a big old southern lady and she had a it's bad like fucking temper and like and if you crossed her like you were probably gonna get knuckles across the face yet they still chose marsh's sister for this shit like yeah, she won't get Ma- us. No. Mar- My mama Marsh's Joanne, mama got rest
0: him. in peace. I would good God almighty. And you know what, boy? Oh, she I loved
1: came- her to pieces. My she goodness. came
0: down with some motherfucking vengeance. Marsh's <laughs> mother shows up, I'm guessing, to the abandoned house where they're all hanging out. I don't know if it's the same day. No, or- this
1: is this is at Gaskin's house. After she comes everything, to yeah. So okay. after everything goes down, so after everything transpires, everybody goes their separate ways. Marsh goes home with his sister. Danny goes home to his daddy. And Gaskin goes home to his mom and his stepdaddy. Marsha's mom shows up, literally by sides the fucking driveway, pulls her fucking car up (laughs) right in front of the fucking porch. Beautiful. Literally jumps out with his step with Marsha's stepdad, quote unquote stepdad because they weren't really married. Gotcha. That was the guy she was seeing, and literally jacks Gaskins up. And fucking, like, fucking hits him so hard, she fucking knocks his ass out.
0: Right, and it says that when when Gaskins finally comes to, Marsh is being strung up naked by his ankles. This is in On the Gaskins Gaskins
1: barn. Yes. So, yeah,
0: so so Gaskins' parents went, well, well, Mrs. Marsh, that's fucking awful. We got a barn out here. (laughs) If you feel the need to string your boy up asshole naked and you fucking beat Jesus into him, we got a barn. Uh, and so they did. They strung him up naked by his ankles. Uh She beat him with a pine board and a leather belt. She yeah. fucking went a twofer on yeah, him. Yeah, so she
1: took the pine, pine board to him, then told his stepdad, get your fucking leather belt off and get this youngin'. I'm
0: tired, but this board is mine. <laughs> get your belt off now. This boy ain't learned enough lessons. Yeah,
1: and I mean, they literally fucking black and blued Marsh's fucking... From ankles to asshole, fucked his world. Well, and they up. did
0: the same thing, roughly to Gaskins yes. after knocking him out.
1: Yes, and that's when Gaskins' mom and stepdad partook, along with oh, Marcia's parents. Okay. Both of these kids fucking got it. And honestly, I was kind of happy for the parents. I, I'm I was not, like, y'all I'm not did gonna, it right.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna go to the level they took it to. I'm not gonna. I'm Fuck not gonna. Fuck that I'm saying, for I'm not, raping I'm somebody. I'm not gonna comment about it. To each their fucking own, but yeah. These, these boys needed to have some shit done to them, and oh boy, did they. Uh, but Marsha's uh, parents didn't go to the cops because they didn't want uh, his sister's reputa- uh, reputation tainted.
1: Yeah, and I tried finding her name. I would have put it in the notes. Obviously, no mention of this girl's name. Uh,
0: so then a little bit later... Uh, Gaskins actually, uh, I guess, broke into a home by himself.
1: Yeah. Le- well, no. This is less than maybe thirty days later. The trouble trio is disbanded. His,
0: his bruises have all healed. <laughs> yeah. From the barn. beaten up From the barn beating. Yeah. They put Marsh on his boy. runs
1: away danny and his daddy ended up moving to texas i didn't put in the notes because i didn't think the only the
0: only place more south carolina than south carolina (laughs) fucking texas Texas, i hear you
1: yeah um so it dan uh, Danny's dad actually wanted to protect danny from all the bullshit danny actually lied to his dad and said hey you know this might end up coming and blow up in our faces but you know uh she was willing for all this to happen danny didn't
0: get the barn beaten
1: no. Just Marsh and Gaskins. Danny's daddy Danny actually Danny met. skated. Yeah. Danny's uh, Danny's dad met Marsh's uh, mom and stepdad on the front porch with a fucking shotgun in his lap and told them both to leave my property. Y'all ain't going to touch my boy just because the story changed. Well, Pretty to, much. To, be, to be
0: fair, I greet my friends on my front porch with a shotgun as well. <laughs> but because, you know, I grew up on the Bible and stuff. So that's just how it's supposed to go. You know, you, you, you cock it to let them know it's loaded. That's kind of almost like tilting your hat to someone. It lets them know, oh, no, he's real. He's a real good guy. He's got a loaded shotgun in this house. Let's go in and fellowship with each other.
1: So literally, you know, less than 30 days later, Gaskins meets up with another boy. Um, He goes to, he was breaking into these houses because he had actually met this cat um originally from his i think his first stint in juvie and then he met him again outside of juvie at that gas station where he was like fixing up appliances and he was like oh you know maybe i can trust him because i need i need somebody to be able to sell off the, all these goods right. Got to get another partner in crime yeah exactly so now that all the trouble trio has been disbanded He goes to this particular house. He thinks nobody's going to be home, and he breaks in. uh, He actually, the door was unlocked, so he walks in, and this girl recognizes him. He's like, "Pee wee, what you doing here?" Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: and he starts running. But she runs after him with a fucking ass. So, the, and again, this is what Gaskin says via the books. We don't know the right. validity. But she runs after him with an axe. He wrestles it away from her. After she'd actually thrown a few blows. He takes the blunt end of it and hits and cracks her over top of the head and knocks her mm-hmm. out. And he starts fucking hauling ass across this fucking property. But the aunt hears all this shit going down Uh-oh. and starts shooting fucking buckshot after his ass. And
0: she noticed that it was Gaskins. Yes, she, yes. She saw identi- She was able to identify him in court. Uh, didn't know his first name. Uh, sorry, sorry. That, that got it wrong on the note. So Pee-wee, he goes to court for this. Yes. Pee-wee never knew that his real name was Donald until this point. Yes. Everyone called him Pee-wee. So yeah. uh, he's in court and they're like Donald Parrot Gaskins. <laughs> And P was going, who the fuck is that? Donald Henry Parrot. Donald Henry, yeah, Parrot Jr. Yeah. Sorry. And, and he was just like, who the...
1: Who's that? And he didn't stand up. I done up.
0: showed up at the wrong goddamn courtroom. <laughs> and he said he had Son to look a back, back at his mom. Yeah, and she's or like, something no. something or another. No, baby, that's you. That's yeah. you. That's, that's your God name. We gave you a shit name because you fucking tiny. <laughs> and we wanted everybody to know you fucking tiny. Yeah. Uh, so, and this was at 13 years old. So he's a teenager, all right? This is the level that this, again, I had a great childhood. Mama made biscuits and gravy, but you didn't even know your birth name until 13. I know what side I'm going to fall on when it comes to what kind of childhood you had, Mr. Donald slash Pee Wee, <laughs> even if you don't agree.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and at this point is when he does his, his first long stint. Uh, does five years at the reformatory of South Carolina Industrial School for white boys. Yeah, I'm sure that was on the sign in Florence.
1: And that's legitimately
0: its fucking name. Y'all, I love my state, <laughs> but that sounds a lot like my state.
1: But, but no, <laughs> no, as I was about to say, back then, oh, there yeah. was still a lot of segregation. So they actually had a, a reformatory for, uh, for white boys. And, and black boys. And, and keep
0: in mind, uh, Pee Wee was born in 33. Yeah. So he's 13 at this point. So this is 1946. 46, yeah. So, you know, don't go, don't, don't go fucking knocking my Palmetto State. You know, we, we, we've had our problems, <laughs> but we don't have those anymore.
1: You no. Know? Uh-uh, absolutely not. And, and I wanted to include this quote because it <laughs> This is a paragraph. Yeah, yeah, it's actually like two paragraphs. But it's really important to bring this up because this, again, was actually corroborated, um, not just via Pee Wee's autobiography, but this was also on the Wikipedia and also a few of the states, like historical sites where they were recounting, um, you know, Pee significance mm-hmm. in South Carolina history. Yeah. And so this John. Is, it's not a, it's not it's a not fun pretty. Th- I'm going to
0: read it because we're spread the fucking dread and nothing's sacred so I'm going to put on my best twang <laughs> and, and give it to you but this this, this, this one's hard. Yeah I, I'm not, not, a, not a fan of this um, but yeah to quote Pee Wee Gaskins first evening in the showers he uh, another juvenile that was there uh, last name of POS, mm-hmm. Poss. P-O-S-S piece of shitty shit uh first evening in the showers he walked up to me and said he want he wanted me to come to his bed after lights out i said what for and he told me he was gonna fuck me it was against the rules and anybody caught doing unnatural sex acts would be put in isolation and severely punished and i took that to mean that i didn't have to let posh do what he wanted next day while he was in shop Nobody hardly talked to me. Poss didn't even look at me, so I reckon that meant everything was okay. That evening, I found out how wrong I was. In the shower room, six boys grabbed me and spread-eagled me face down on the tile floor. One held each arm, one held each leg, and one sat in front of my face and slid forward until his hard-on rubbed against my nose. Then Posse lay down on my back and put a knife against my neck and said if I hollered, he would cut my throat and he made me open my mouth for the sitting boy's hard-on and I felt Posse's soapy dick ram my ass. Quick as he finished, another boy took his place. Then the hard-on come in my mouth and as soon as I swallowed, another one took its place. Thinking back on it, I figured that in less than one hour, I was gang raped by at least 20 boys, and most of them took seconds in my mouth. I had never felt anything like that in my life.
1: So that, the reason Ooh. why I wanted to include that, it was a desperation. I should have read these notes first,
0: because once I got halfway through them in that accent, it was really tough to hold it, because that's fucking terrible, man. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking terrible.
1: And at this point in time, like y- you feel for him, because, uh, I don't know, it's... I know,
0: because he's guilty of shit, he struck a girl with an axe, he also partook in a rape, so I know there's a lot of people, but at the same time, you're talking about a kid. Yeah. Like it or not, he's a kid, and again, we don't don't get into these kind of social fucking shits on this show about what's right, wrong, and what's justice, and what's injustice, and all that shit, but... That's tough, man. That's really tough to know that any kid went through that, you know? Yeah,
1: exactly. And I think that's why I still wanted to include it because that at least was a low point or a an indication of the desperation that Pee Wee lived in in that particular instance. And even though it's hard to hear, that's what was. That's, that's the what way it happened. was. That's the way it still is. Yeah, it's that way still Juvie in juvenile places. Joke. It's that way still in
0: in in orphanages and big foster home groups and in prison. Yeah. and that shit fucking sucks, man. Uh, but moving on, he, he eventually escaped.
1: Yeah, he got he so he got desperate. Um, Paws ended up making Gaskins his bitch, ah. and he would kind of traded him off. And what Gaskins learned is that. You know, he was as much of a commodity as a fucking pack of cigarettes. And so some of the guys weren't as nice as what Paws eventually ended up being the Gaskins. Gotcha. And they were really mean, really fucking vicious. And he's like, okay, so it's all these big boys, these older boys, the ones that can overtake us. Right. And we're the victims. I can't handle this much more. And so that's when he starts plotting this escape. And so he eventually he does get it. He does eventually get out somehow. Right. Um, you know there was a few attempts. There was one where he ended up trying to like kind of go through the swamp. Um, uh, hound dogs, bloodhounds, wherever it is that catches the swamp. Oh it. yeah, we'll
0: get you down here. Yeah, yeah. We'll so put dogs he, on you.
1: He got 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 brought back, got put in solitary confinement, was forced to do solitary confinement for like two, three months each of these times. Yes. And then also had to be on trench digging duty. So that was, yeah. And that was like 10 to 11 hours a fucking day with barely any fucking breaks. And he finally broke down. He's like, fuck this. I'm going to get out somehow. Right. So he escapes. And while he's out, he ends up getting married. He finds this this girl that he absolutely adores her her name's actually mary right um he adores her and wants to do everything for her and it's it was actually kind of sweet how he talked about her in the book is because that was obviously his first love he wanted to do everything for he didn't want her to go without he did everything he possibly could and you're like, if shit would have went right, right. in his, this point of his life, yep. Pee Wee Gaskins would not be known nope. in the annals of fucking history for being a fucking serial killer.
0: Right. But, but after he got married, he voluntarily returned to finish his sentence. Yes. Series. Yes. Uh, which, again, for he For was- her.
1: Because she was like, I will not marry a fucking fleeing convict. You are going to do what's right. You're going to finish this sentence because I want to marry you. I want to have a house with you. I want to have kids with you.
0: Pee-wee, Jesus don't like it when we run. <laughs> you got you to run back. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh so, but, my God. <laughs> but I don't know how long he was even out because he. he it was he, only a
1: few months. Yeah, because. Yeah. So, yeah, he
0: fell hard, quick, got married because he was sentenced in 46 uh, and he still eventually got released at, in 51. Mm-hmm. He was sentenced for five years and he still got out when he was 18, so he wasn't going long. Uh, he was re- released in 1951. He was 18. His wife, Mary, got pregnant shortly after, had their daughter because you got to have that, hey, I'm out of prison sex. And yeah. that shit is fucking, <laughs> I imagine, I haven't been to prison, uh, but I would imagine there's there's a lot built up there. Yeah. And that's uh, how
1: he ended up with Shirley Gaskins. Yep.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, you know, he was struggling coming out, couldn't find work as a mechanic. So he, he was just starting to do odd jobs, handyman repairs and stuff like that. Uh, Eventually found himself working on a tobacco plantation, which is hard fucking labor for not a lot of fucking money. Um, uh,
1: You might know the terminology better. He was, he mainly, he wasn't actually out in the fields, but he did what they call drying.
0: Yeah, so that's when they they bring in the tobacco uh, from the field, um, and it's uh, like racked up, upside down. Uh, to basically let it dry out Because obviously if you smoke a cigarette Or something like that Or a pipe or anything like that It's it's uh, it's not, like, really, really dry because they do some curing stuff to it, but they have to dry it out first to, to dry out the leaves. So, yeah, so he was in whatever barn or facility actually racking up the tobacco plants for drying out.
1: Okay. All right. I figured you'd be able to, to give more insight into that. Hey, you know, <laughs> I, I am
0: from the area. Um, he was also hired by farmers. To burn down farms for insurance scams. They were yeah. like, hey, this dude's this, this little son of bitch is tiny. <laughs> and he can fucking haul well, some. Well, no, ass. this is
1: the crazy thing. I actually learned something here. So the FDA at this point was it was was already, you know, um uh or already working with the tobacco industry at this point and so they would come in and they would assess the quality of the tobacco and insure it for a right. certain dollar amount oh, okay. so what would happen is is after they've done that they have paperwork these farmers have paperwork the uh, gaskins and another guy were in charge of clearing all this tobacco out Then leaving, you know, some of the shake and bullshit stuff, lighting it on fire, because obviously it's like kindling, and especially in an old barn, you know, and it would just fucking shoot up in flames. They would take the tobacco across state lines, get it Ah. sold, (laughs) and make the money off of the insurance scheme. So it was like- Double fisting it. Exactly. The old DP
0: of uh, tobacco insurance fraud, which we're all- very much aware of and familiar with, and
1: so this obviously leads into 1953. Right, um, he's he's actually working in one of these like drying or whatever the fuck you call it like hangout barns where they're right. drying out the tobacco. And one of the plantation owners' uh, daughters comes in with one of her friends and starts fucking running her mouth. Supposedly that's what Pee Wee Gaskins sa- said I can't in take, his book.
0: Pee Wee's. It Pee-wee's wasn't corroborated.
1: It. it was not corroborated. Yeah, she was but.
0: talking shit to Pee Wee. Talking shit about him and Mary not being like worth any thing and that he was going to get arrested at the end of the season because she was going to tell people that he had raped her to make sure that he stayed behind bars. And <laughs> he had the same reaction any guy would have, <laughs> Joe. Some girl is threatening your livelihood. There's a hammer nearby. You thwack her twice with it and then you kick her in the face. Did he kill her?
1: No. So this was a tiny
0: guy. This guy's tiny.
1: Well, it was a ball-peen hammer. He catches her behind the ear. He said he heard an audible crack. She Mm. fell to the ground. He hit her again. And then while this other friend is over there bitching and squawking at him, he kicks her in the face, hoping that does her in. Well, at that point fucking friend just takes off she starts hauling ass uh, and,
0: obviously yeah so, just saw a motherfucker a tiny little dude hit someone with a ball peen hammer
1: exactly and
0: like which a ball peen hammer is the peewee gaskins of hammers <laughs> yeah, it's a I tiny it's a yeah. tiny hammer he, he, he basically he hit her with a peewee hammer
1: yeah
0: <laughs> uh, before this he got sentenced to six years at the uh, south carolina penitentiary in columbia south carolina yep um
1: so, so again, yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't put much notes in there, and I was like, becomes Arthur's bitch. I don't know um, who Arthur is exactly. but Pee wee
0: was his bitch. He got swapped around with the bigger guys, who again were rough to him. you're talking about a dude who, at his peak, was like
1: five foot four five two actually is what they actually said and I, I again couldn't corroborate it but that's actually what um the state the south carolina well, okay, state. okay so carolina again state he's is. a guy
0: between five foot two five foot four he didn't weigh more than a 130 fucking 130 pounds Yeah, he was, he, so he was a tiny guy yeah and mean as shit but didn't have the physical capability to really yeah board this kind of shit yeah. off so for him bro like Six years, boy, you are just a human pincushion at that point. Like, God, all fucking mighty. Uh, but he did, I guess he finally kind of fucking let the snapping completely get to him when he was there because he did earn respect by killing the most feared man in that prison. And I love this name because it rhymes. Uh, And to be honest, it sounds like it would have been an old southern wrestler wrestler (laughs) from back in the day. He killed Hazel Brazel. Hazel Brazel. Uh, claimed it was self-defense. Yeah. Probably was when you're fucking getting railed out by all the dudes that you fucking meet. I'm sure
1: Hazel took him a turn at Pee Wee's Playhouse. Mm-mm. This is the crazy thing. So there were what I they called. Wrong? Yeah, so they okay. were called what they called like big bosses in this particular prison. Yeah, you got, you got your hierarchies in prison. Yeah, you know. so Arthur was one of them. Hazel Brazel was above all of them. And he had his boys, His he had his cohorts, but he didn't share. If he wanted what he wanted, he was gonna get it. Hazel because, did. Yes. Because okay. he was the biggest, bag- baddest motherfucker in the prison. Well, uh, you know, Gaskins used his capability, or used his influence, you could say, because he was one of Arthur's favorites, and started going to the uh, to the um, the what the cafeteria. Okay. And getting mess him, hall. Yeah, the mess hall, and getting like sandwiches made, and bringing it to Brazel and saying, "Hey, this is from Arthur." Hey, this is Arthur, and ah, he did that. He trying to grease the wheels. Exactly, okay. and so he was learning, okay, so he always has one of his bigger boys on the outside, another one on the inside. Well, this fateful day, he only had one on the outside. Brazel oh. was actually sitting on the commode taking a shit, and he- That's w- the most vulnerable I human I mean. will ever be. By the way, apart from when you first
0: slide out of your mother's fucking coos, <laughs> you will never be more vulnerable- Then basically chaining (laughs) yourself with your pants, whatever, around your ankle, you have essentially shackled yourself. You don't have good mobility or anything, and you are at your most vulnerable. I'm telling you, man, I'm going to start shitting with a gun now.
1: (laughs) So Gaskins had actually, which is the South
0: Carolina (laughs) way. Wait, wait, you only had. That gun ain't even loading you in there shitting? (laughs) Are you fucking crazy? Have you not? You're so vulnerable. I thought I raised you better than that, boy, taking an unloaded firearm into the toilet, you (laughs) pussy. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> so brazzles obviously sitting on the commode taking his shit he waves gaskins in he sets the stuff down gaskins had already lifted up a uh fl- like a filleting knife from oh, the, yeah, so uh, from the nice metal oh he had a yeah and so he's like i didn't even hesitate didn't even bother me i just fucking slit his throat ja- jacked it in to what he called the pulse Side, so obviously the jugular, right? And he's like, I went towards his Adam's apple while twisting. I went and towards I mean, his
0: life vein.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he, you know, took his liver in the river. You know, that's a joke. Between oh John boy, and I. no, 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 not, to, not right now, not <laughs> yeah. right now, another day. Uh, so, but he uh, slits his uh, slits the dude's throat. Um, he starts bleeding out while he's sat on the camo. Falls over that big boy that's on the outside. One of his little boys comes in, is like screaming and hollering, gasping and just sits down on the cock, cot and says, you need to call the guards. That's all he does. He's like, because he knew at that point in time he had one respect because oh, yeah. that was the biggest, baddest motherfucker. Yeah. Now, the scary thing was is that after the fact, they didn't just get Gaskins. They got Arthur too. So Who they, did? Uh, the guards. Oh, they didn't Because of Gaskins' size, they said, oh, no. Arthur there's must have no put him way to this it.
0: fucking shit stain managed to do exactly. this. Exactly.
1: And so Gaskins immediately thought, holy shit, Arthur's going to fuck kill me or he's going to just fucking sling me out to every, like, some of the right. worst boss boys yeah, it's in the world. going to get in worse now. Yeah. Things are going to get really goddamn bad. Well, that wasn't the case. Uh, Arthur and and Gaskes are sitting outside the warden's office. This is all from the book, correct? This is well, yes, this is all from the book. Okay. Um, and Arthur goes up to him. And he's like, "No, I'm proud of you," because Arthur was already there on a couple of life sentences. He didn't yeah, give it shit. Going nowhere anyway. Yeah. Yeah, most of the guys that were the the big bosses. The reason they right. were so badass, they had nothing to lose. They exactly. were going to be there for the rest of their fucking life anyway. Exactly. And so um, Arthur actually committed a lot of respect to Pee when he's like, you're my second in command from here on out. You know, you did what nobody else could. You got brazzled.
0: You're not just a bitch, Pee Wee.
1: You're the motherfucking bitch. <laughs> you're my bitch. <laughs> yeah.
0: Kissed him tenderly out by the fucking shitty weight rack. <laughs> and, you know, sparks flew. Uh, but in 1955, Pee Wee was able to hide in a garbage truck heading to Florida. Uh, I was going to say where a lot of garbage goes, but I love Florida. But it is funny because, yeah, dude, Florida Florida gets some shit because, like, if you're from the dirty South like me, North Carolina doesn't count. The dirty South starts at South Carolina, and it's South Carolina, it's Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, slivers of Tennessee, Arkansas, Upper area of Louisiana and the Florida Panhandle, the rest of Florida, the penis part of Florida, America's wang. <laughs> we don't claim that they're different. That's just that's you know that's there's just a too really much weird going area. But the fact, but the fact of the matter is, is Florida is shell as fuck. <laughs> yes, it Florida, is. Florida, they, honestly, I think I, I, as I've grown up, I'm like, oh no, we didn't claim them because they weren't worthy. We didn't claim them because we crazy. were fucking terrified of yeah. these people. Good. God, yeah, they got Disneyland, but God Almighty, the Florida man meme is there for a <laughs> fucking reason. And they have earned it. So he, he gets onto a garbage truck in 55, headed to Florida. He's going to live his dream, Joe. If you're going to become a Carney, which is what Pee Wee wanted to be, and he had the stature for it, <laughs> in 55, you're heading to Florida. Um, but he was rearrested while he was down there. Uh, and finally ended up paroling uh, on August 1961.
1: So Pee Wee spends the next few years um, actually getting back into, you know, burglary and selling stolen dreams stuff. dreams of being a
0: Florida carny. <laughs> Much like anyone who reaches for the stars. They have fell. They've, 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 uh, they've, they've. Uh, oh my god i'm thinking of the word i've just brain farted so bad that the listeners could smell it but, but his dreams have slipped through his fingers so it's back to the good honest work that he was reared on which is burglary and fencing stolen items
1: more or less he, he realized that and he's actually quoted several times saying something to the effect that you can't make a, dis- a decent living being honest that you have to do, like, the black market shit. You have to do shit illegal in hey, order to no. fucking make it in, in the modern day, and you know, in the, at that point in time. What,
0: what, what, no matter what you think about that, there's yeah. a lot of people who live that fucking reality. Yep. And that's all I'm going to say about it. So, yep. uh, uh, but 1963, Joe, what happens?
1: Oh, he is arrested for statutory rape of a 12-year-old girl in North Carolina, but instead of waiting around to be arrested or arraigned... He dips out to Georgia.
0: Georgia, the, the, the <laughs> northern Florida.
1: Yeah. Uh, and you, it is <laughs> immediately fucking arrested when he, once he gets down that way. It's bad when Georgia's
0: like, nope, here he is, take him.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's sentenced to eight years and at he's, that point He served five of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's
0: paroled in 68, so he served five of them, moves to Sumter, South Carolina, uh, and started working as a roofer.
1: Yes. Um. So, now, and before we get into the memoirs yeah, and yeah, all that, um, he picked up as many odd jobs as he possibly could. Is he still married to yes, Mary at this yeah, point? Yeah, he's still married to Mary at this point in time. And he was trying. He really was. You know, so he's got Shirley as his daughter. He's got Mary as his wife. And he is trying. He's picking Did up. Did he only
0: one. father that one kid, Shirley?
1: Okay, so I should have done more That research, we're aware but of? I think. I think there was three kids. I think,
0: but Shirley's the only one that's kind of known to the public because she's Cause, still alive.
1: Yeah, she's actually came out. She's yeah, a wonderful she, she, human yeah, being. She, she
0: talks about it and everything. Yeah, like exactly. she, she, she owns her father's legacy. Again, you got to. You're not your fucking father. Exactly. I'm not. You know, my dad's fucking awesome. So, like, if anything, yeah. he's not. He doesn't own my sins. <laughs> uh, but no one should own the sins of their fucking no. father if you're a different person. But no. you, 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 you should own up to it. Don't be yeah. fucking afraid of it. It is what it is. Like. You're Pee Wee Gaskin's fucking daughter, and you're living a fucking life. You deserve a fucking medal. Yeah. Like the fact that them genes flow through you, and you're able to fucking be a righteous girl. Fucking go ahead, bitch. Like fucking. I get actually on respect
1: it. her a lot, and especially as close she is, I would love to just visit her. I and, would love and to interview to her, her, but I do
0: not. Personally, I I I don't want to throw you under the bus here, Joe. That's not fair. But if I show her my body of work, she's gonna be like, oh God, no, 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 no. I think he he has more in common with my father than I do. (laughs) You know, so so maybe you can meet her and lie to her in an interview one day.
1: (laughs) Um, but yeah, so um, you know, he's over there picking up odd jobs. He's doing roofing work, just making construction. Yeah, he is busting his fucking ass trying to make an honest living. And again, that's where I talked about the the sweetness he talked about Mary and having this family is like you can kind of you want to feel as though his his desire to be a good person was authentic. Right. Uh, you don't know. Well, yeah, but you, you kind of get that he feeling. Tried. That, you
0: kinda get that feeling that like if the American dream, quote unquote, had worked out for Pee Wee, would we be talking about him on no, this thing? No,
1: we wouldn't be. Especially Maybe, he, per his book, per his book, right, no. per what he
0: says. Yes. and he could be making excuses yeah. because again, but we've always said you have to remember serial killers, the the most vile human beings on this planet are human beings, and not all of them can their actions be chalked up to an actual, uh, genetic. Problem, or even—I mean, we've talked about people who had fine childhoods. Yeah, shit just fucking went. Every human. If you're sitting here listening to this and being like, "No, I could never," I promise you, you can. I'm capable of everything Pee Wee did. So is Joe. So is every one of you listening.
1: The fact of the matter is, is that weird minute choices that we make throughout our life. Who knows? That puts us on either line or other side of that line of capability. You, that's you it. Know.
0: Like, it, it. You go back to my childhood, you take, you take one parent losing their job. Yeah. Who knows if I'm hosting this podcast, and instead I'm the subject of one of these podcasts. Yeah. You know It, it is that way, and, and, and that's the kind of thing, we, I mean, we like to have fucking, I love to cut up and have a good time with this and have fucking sick jokes. It's my fucking, that's my fucking, That's your warm. bag. That's, that's why I love you. Warm. I love it. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, is that we have to always remember Uh, we got to separate the mythos sometimes. Uh These are fucking people. Mm -hmm. There was somebody who knew each and every one of these serial killers and thought they were just normal fucking human beings. And they were capable of acting normal at some point. Yeah. And I mean, fuck you take someone like, what was it? BTK who was active for fuck decades. Yeah. You know, or John Wayne Gacy who got to meet fucking Ronald Reagan's wife. Yeah. They are capable. They are. Or
1: Dahmer, who actually had friends, you yeah, know? They
0: are normal human beings, whether you want to fucking admit it or not. They are. And, again, that's the thing you have to think when you hear this that's stuff. That's
1: that whole weird, like, split, like, um, you know, multiple uh, realities, you know, is yeah, like. there's
0: there's somewhere, there's a timeline where, like, yeah. Pee Wee Gaskins fucking was the world's greatest dad. Yes. The world's best husband. husband. Had a successful carny career in Florida. It you was know, a great
1: mechanic because he loved being right. he loved tinkering. That that happened. How many but, goddamn but, mechanics do we fucking need in this day and age? Fuck, and should I, have for me, there's not enough. No, there there's not because I
0: don't know shit but about fucking machines. But he could
1: have been normal and uh, it, per, it, per our way of as normal view as we are.
0: It, and per our way of viewing it, yeah. Somewhere there's a timeline where Pee Wee Gaskins was never infamous, famous, or anything. He was he was born lived and died as a normal schlub like the most of us are because nothing, nothing. he was just a normal dude. Not that everything came out in a great way for him, like he became president and shit like that, although there probably is a timeline where that fucking happened, woo, uh, now that we know what he's capable of. But again, like we, we, you have to keep that in mind. Uh, you're talking about a guy who literally a lot of shit just did not fucking go his fucking way, and not in a selfish way. It didn't go and it didn't go the way that a normal human being has it. And most of us, things work
1: out. You know, otherwise
0: there wouldn't be like 9 to 10 billion of us on this planet, you know?
1: I I, want to even go a step further because the socioeconomic thing, like you and I, okay, you and I grew up very fucking different. Yes, I was as
0: middle class Southern as middle class Southern could be. Yes,
1: and I grew up dirt fucking poor. And I feel that always should be called into action. That should always be looked under a microscope is because I honestly feel, feel those who are born to a so uh, to a particular social economic class have a lot more to triumph over oh yeah there's more shit i had to fucking go go through than what you did because you got brought up by willie and joanne you know yeah that's a great thing for you right for me who was brought up for by gare and roe like it, it shit didn't work out that I way. Think the
0: only thing, cause we're going to get off of, we're going to get off of this kind of subject matter. Yes. Cause we like to keep things loose. And again, yeah. we're, we're not anything about any of this kind of no, shit. No, no,
1: we're not. But I will say, we'd like it, to talk about it what, though, what, a little what, bit.
0: What, what you have to remember though, is that because I grew up the way I grew up uh-huh. and the way you grew up is the way yes. you grew up. You cannot blame me no. for how I grew up. No. Just like I can't blame you, but there's a lot of people who do. Yeah, who want to sit there and say, bullshit. oh, you were given everything. No. You don't understand if you were, if just because, you know, for, for you, now, I wasn't born rich at, at fucking all. I was born to normal blue collar fucking parents. Yeah. I was the definition of Southern middle class. I didn't know going without a meal. I didn't know a Christmas without presents. You went through both of those things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the thing is though, is that it, when someone who went through what you went through Gets mad at me because that's I had a life, that's when yeah. you fucked up. I didn't choose it. Yeah. It could have just as easily just born happened into to me. It. And that's the same thing with Pee Wee. That's the same thing with Pee Wee. You don't you, judge him for the shit he ended up doing, but man, you, you, you do got to realize like this motherfucker, he wasn't set up for success.
1: No, he wasn't, but not at he, all. T- he still took the wrong stand.
0: Absolutely. I'm not out here nope. fucking
1: killing people Hell and raping no. people, but. Yeah, and I have never. No, once you're a success. You're married to me. Oh,
0: look how great
1: things are. That's not a do- success. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of settling. All right, Joe. So, <laughs> so, so, so,
0: so let's let's get into what it's. Yes. it's taking us an hour, but we had to build this up, and we, and we really wanted to get in depth with everyone because I feel like a lot of y'all genuinely just don't know this motherfucker. No. Mm-mm. So, so now we're, we've got past all that stuff. Let's get in to why we're talking about Pee-wee Gaskins on a podcast like Spread the Dread.
1: So via uh, Pee-wee's memoirs, we're going to just jump right into where he says he does these coastal kills. Right. And essentially, these are hitchhikers he's picked up and killed... Uh, while he's cruising cruising along South Carolina, North Carolina, and Georgia's coast,
0: thus the the nickname the Hitchhiker, Hitchhiker Killers. Killers, which yeah. I, we didn't want to use because a lot of that stuff comes from his it, own yeah. his own unsubstantiated things. He was never convicted of these crimes. Nope. there was no way of linking proof. Again, that's not to say he didn't. No, but it's literally his word against you know his court case, and yeah. that's all we have.
1: Yeah. So there's only one that's been substantiated, and that was in oh, September. so there was one, just one. Okay,
0: how many did he claim hundred and ten. Well, total, but was yeah. the coastal killings was, was, was a large chunk. That would chunk technically
1: cur- be like uh, 90 to ninety. That was the bulk
0: of them, according yeah. to Pee Wee. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, so, go ahead.
1: So in September of 1969, he tortures and murders a blonde hitchhiker, and supposedly this is the first of many murders. And he's quoted in his book, all I could think about is how I could do anything I wanted to her. Now, many of these murders were actually claimed in his autobiography, like I just said, but none were ever substantiated, and the biggest... The biggest fuck uppery as far as his autobiography, is that he had no problem leading them to the other, like thirteen or fourteen other murder sites right. and finding the bodies because he knew it was going to add to his legacy. Now, yeah. as a somebody who was trying to bolster his own ego to bolster his own legend after his death, because obviously at this point in time when he starts talking about this, he knows he's going to die.
0: Yeah, the memoirs written while he's on death row. Yes, it's, exactly. It's he it's knows he's going to die. At this yeah, point. yeah,
1: done and dusted. Um, so if he really wanted to add to his legacy, he could have been like, I remember this particular one near, you know, Mala marked her such and such over here. He could have done that. He should have done that per his MO. He never fucking did it. Now, this particular person from my understanding and feel free to correct me. She was actually buried somewhere that he actually disclosed to them, but she was the only one that she, that he of, disclosed of the coastal
0: hitchhiker killers. Yeah, the ninety, the, the, the ninety-seven to claimed the other fucking murders. The only one he was murders. able to actually take them to a spot with remains. Yeah, okay. So,
1: yeah, and so the only thing that was in the book that he explained also was that you know he he actually claimed to have uh, stabbed and strangled and suffocated all these people and also even I shot- stabbed
0: them, strangled them, suffocated and shot them. The four S's, <laughs> like the four H club, but it's a little more fucked up.
1: <laughs> um. And he also even said that he mutilated and even cannibalized some of his victims. Right, and there which is we'll talk no about a little substantiation
0: of Pee Wee Gaskins cannibalizing anyone, correct?
1: Uh, yes and no, and we'll okay, talk fair, about fair that play. when okay. we. Okay. Again, yeah. I
0: remember, Joe did far more research on this than me. Much yeah. like living in general, Joe <laughs> Joe is well more versed in it than I.
1: Go um, ahead. Yeah, so he would. Um, or actually, he even said he would regularly castrate the male victims, which. Again, I actually doesn't with, fit yeah, his given, M.O. It doesn't
0: fit his M.O., but I could understand that given what he went through in, in, juvie, in juvie and in, in prison.
1: prison. You know, I get you. The, yeah. But, yeah, castration wouldn't be a part of that, I don't think. But
0: there was and, but, a lot of contradictions per uh, what you told me in his yeah. autobiography. And you
1: can actually, while you're reading it, it's only like 108, pages. Right. And I would honestly say like right around page 50 or 60 for me, I'm like, some of this shit doesn't seem right.
0: It it's, seems a lot
1: more grandiose and like a beat a primordial, a primordial like beating of the chest, and I'm right. like, I, this doesn't make any sense.
0: Right, right, and and, and that's the way. Again, it's very important. A, the book is important, let alone, and and I do plan on reading it. It's just by the time Joe found it, there was no way both of us could get it read in the time frame for the episode. And like I said, Joe was doing a bulk of. Of the research and stuff like that. give I'm given,
1: sick and twisted, and I love reading. No, I can't wait, because you, you,
0: you did say it was a very good read. It's oh, a yeah. fucking
1: twisted read. It only, take me, it only took me a few hours to get right. through it. You know me, I'm not a big so person if you, if you, on you, reading you, books. You can I really track, am not. If you
0: can track down the PDF, I mean, if you've got the money to throw around, believe me, I, I really wish that I had three to 500 bucks to blow on a, on a book. But I don't think this book ever got outside of like one or two pressings. It's never been re-released. No, you can no. only find it secondhand. And I mean, it is hundreds of dollars to get it. But Joe managed to find the PDF and she did read it entirely before doing Yes, uh, f- while doing all the notes for this episode before we recorded it. But yeah, she did say like, there's, you know, it, it, but it is important because it gives it at, At the least, it gives you a view into his mind, Mind, how he thought about himself. And I think a lot of these serial killers, whether they want to admit it or not, always think highly of themselves, especially if you get a decent body count without being found out, you know, to the point where you're making national news and stuff like that. It does inflate their ego. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point it's when they're like, oh, everybody likes me this much and I only killed eight to 12 people. How much more would they like me if I if I confess to, you know, a hundred? Well, again, if we can't substantiate it, it's all in mythos. Maybe he did. Maybe Pee Wee Gaskins killed every single person that he claims to have. But most of, in the memoir, most of the stuff per you, and correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, most of the stuff that was in there was him talking about unsubstantiated stuff. He did give some insights to the stuff that was substantiated. Yeah and and was able to expand upon that but a lot of the other more braggadocious that's a fucking great word <laughs> uh, stuff that he talked about was never substantiated
1: no it wasn't okay. it really wasn't um
0: so 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 now joe let's let's get into the actual substantiated murders the one he was convicted of they were able to prove it he was able to take him to it And those start in November of 1970.
1: Yes. And it starts with Janice Kirby, 15, which was actually Gaskin's niece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And also Patricia Allsbrook, which was one of her close friends. She was 17. Okay. Um, Now, the story behind this is that, essentially, they were drunk in town. Everybody kind of knew Pee Wee is Uncle Pee Wee. Um, One girl had crazy Uncle
0: Pee Wee. (laughs) You know- What he told me was he was actually really famous in Florida as (laughs) As a a carny. (laughs) Florida's top carny. Hell yeah, I was Florida's top carny. Fuck, you can't go down there and drop my goddamn name without everybody fucking losing their mind.
1: (laughs) 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 Um, So essentially, and to kind of like cut to it, um, they were out, uh, out in town. They had been drinking. One girl had to get their family car home at a particular time. Um, Janice and Patricia were actually relatively drunk and they're like, Hey, can they go home with you? Um, and kind of sober up because I got to get the car back. I should have had it back 15 minutes ago. Right. They go you're back. You're a carny. With- you're
0: trustworthy. Will you get them home?
1: <laughs> uh, Pee Wee gets them back to his place on the outskirts of, I think either Sumter or Prospect, South Carolina. Um, right. he throws them to the shower trying to sober them up. It's a kind of a giggle fest. He gets turned on and starts trying to rape one of the girls. Yeah. There's like he gets hit by, by a piece of wood that's inside of his trailer home, um, and gets yeah. They almost, start defending
0: themselves. Yeah, they
1: try defending themselves. Start trying to run. He gets them back. Uh, it, and essentially, when it comes down to like uh, when it gets down to brass tacks, it was a failed double rape where he ends up killing both of them and sticking them to a shallow grave on his property.
0: Yeah, and and uh, he beat them to death. Yeah. Just, just beat him to death. Yeah, beat um, him with
1: his bare fist to death.
0: Jesus Christ, and buried him on his property. Yes. Okay, and so, so the next one we get to substantiate it again. Um, and so, so he, there was definitely a big gap here. You got a gap of about a year and a half. So March of nineteen seventy-two. Joe, uh, twenty-year-old
1: Martha Dix. Yeah. Tell so, us about that one. So supposedly, <laughs> Dix. <Dicks. in, in, laughs> uh, Martha Dix. <Dicks, sighs> she's twenty years old, and um, she was either the dealer. Um, or the person who bought the alcohol for Allsbrook and uh, Kirby. Uh, or it was one of his first baby mama supposedly saying that, oh, you're the father to my unborn child. Oh. And he ends up, you know, obviously poisoning her to death. Jesus. Yeah, it, it was this weird fuck up. And again, this actually wasn't so much mentioned in the book or maybe I accidentally glossed over it. Um, but it was actually more a part of the Wikipedia and the state historical site. Um, but, again, not a whole lot of details. So that brings us actually from, again, March 1972 to June 1973. So another, a
0: li- another little bit over a year now. Yes.
1: And now, oh. Uh, yeah,
0: this is the one. This is a
1: bad one, y'all. I'm going to say yeah. this. Uh, right before we started recording, I was like, John, should we, you want me to pull the excerpt from the book? And I was like, because it's really been haunting me. Ever since I'd read it, I was like, "This you is did, really you did. fucked up," and I want to read it not so much to glorify him, but to just show how depraved Pee Wee fucking Gaskins really
0: was. Yeah, and I told her it, it already wasn't in the notes. Um, and I mean, clearly, I mean, we're we're at almost an hour twenty at this point. We, we we had enough, and you know us, like we don't we don't shy from that shit. Uh, but the PDF is out there. If you think you're gonna buy this book, I mean, I, I don't know. We could have someone. Who's rich listening to us? And feel free to click the donate button for our <laughs> PayPal on spreadthedreadpodcast.com. Yeah. <laughs> we would absolutely love it. Or feel free to buy this book and send it to us. We will fucking treasure it. However, knowing our fans, yeah. the PDF is going to be the way for you to actually experience this. And again, uh, if Joe's telling you to beware, and if Joe's telling me to beware, yeah. I, I'm kind of like, okay and and, and we, so but we i made sure i was like well we, we didn't leave out the actual act she was like no there's notes in there she's like there's just like two paragraphs of a direct quote where he explains everything she's like i don't know about that i was like let's just let's just do the safe yeah. thing and leave it out but it's out there but uh, this is doreen dempsey 22 years old and doreen dempsey's daughter yeah. robin It was two years old. Who is only two years old. Um,
1: And there was some... uh, So, Wikipedia says they were drowned. That wasn't the case. Um. There was no way you could figure out that they had drowned, especially after so many years that their body was, you know, finally dug up. That right. he finally so where led did him the to. theory
0: of them being drowned come from? Was that from Pee himself, or
1: no? It wasn't from Pee Wee. I have no idea where it came from. I really okay. don't. It just showed up on fucking Wikipedia again. Wikipedia should always be taken right. with a grain of salt. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um. But essentially, um, it is corroborated that. Uh, Doreen Dempsey considered Gaskins a friend. Right, They'd right. kind of known each other. Um, she'd actually asked him and his wife for a place to stay. So Mary's
0: still with him through all this? Yes.
1: At this point in time, she's still with okay. him. Okay. Jesus. Um, yeah. Um. Uh, you know, she'd kind of considered them friends. He was going to go stay with them because she was actually pregnant with her second child. Um, oh, oh a- fuck me. So yeah, Doreen... Yeah, pregnant. Eight months pregnant during all this. So this is technically three murders but wasn't considered it by the state of South Carolina.
0: Fucking hell. Okay. All right. So she asks him for a ride to the bus depot. Uh, I guess she gets in the car with them. Where does he take her?
1: So, okay. So this is the crazy thing. So again, she had asked Mary and Gaskins for a place to stay. He takes her outside and says, Hey, I got this place on the edge of my property. I don't want Mary to know that I'm giving it to y'all but I want it in exchange for sexual uh, sexual favors.
0: Jesus. And Mary what agrees. What a white knight.
1: Yeah, Mary agrees because she's desperate. Well, Mary doesn't. She's, Doreen. I'm sorry, Doreen. Doreen. That's, the, yeah, Doreen that's the victim. Mary's his it. wife. Yeah, Doreen agrees okay. to it. She's in a desperate situation. She's eight or seven, eight months pregnant with her second child. She's got a two-year-old. She doesn't have work. Right. The father's nowhere in the picture of either of the children, and so she's just like, fuck it. Let's just do it. I don't know what you want of me. Actually, she's quoted as saying in the book, it's like, as big and fat as I am, whatever the fuck you want, I don't care. Whatever you think you can use of me at this point in time, I just don't think I'm very useful, <sighs> essentially. Um, so, he goes back inside with with Doreen, tells Mary that, I'm, yeah, I'm going to take her to the bus depot. I'm going to give her some money and send her on her way. Instead, he drives her out to this property. Gotcha. And essentially tells her to get naked and start performing oral sex and where
0: where where is robin the two-year-old daughter during all this
1: he, she's watching
0: yeah okay so <sighs> he... okay
1: so I'm, I'm trying not to crack up because it, it again i did not put exactly what he wrote in the book and if you want that fucked up imagery in your head feel free it's on Reddit, but holy shit, it's been seared in my fucking brain ever since all, all this went down. And, but feel, essentially- and feel free,
0: everyone, because Joe warned me about this, and I'm just like, I'm going to read that book, and I'm going to fuck up my fucking psyche even yeah. worse than it already it is. Bro- but, it,
1: just, it, it broke my heart, but But essentially- definitely not to
0: belittle this. This is a fucking, no. this is heinous. All of this shit that we talk about is heinous. That's what we do, but we, we, we crack jokes to fucking get through it, because this is humanity at its fucking worst. And an act like this is fucking terrible. So he, 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 he gets Doreen there, rapes her and sodomizes it, and murders her in front of two-year-old Robin. Yeah. Then sets his sights on two-year-old Robin, rapes her, sodomizes her, and actually kills her. Uh, he drags Doreen to a shallow grave, slices her throat, and buries her while she's still actually bleeding out. Yeah. Um, Robin was actually strangled while Gaskins was in the process of raping and sodomizing her. Uh, Pee-wee actually told officers that it was because Doreen slept with black men and was pregnant with a second biracial kid. Was, was, was Robin biracial? Do we yes. know that? Okay. So yeah. again, not a fucking reason, but, but so he's claiming, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm not sick. I'm racist. Yeah. That's
1: and you find out why you find out why that was more plausible than saying what he did. And,
0: and again, love my state, but we're 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 in the '70s here, folks, and we have all came a long way. There's a lot of way to go, but let's be honest about, especially where we were at this time. Uh, he said that he knew if he told the truth and went to prison, they'd never respect him for raping and sodomizing a two-year-old. Um, but if it was a biracial two-year-old and he was proving a point well at least you got like the aryan brotherhood and shit like that that's that's more than willing willing to welcome you with open arms at that point fucking christ so yeah uh i mean that 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 alone should earn anyone the title of meanest man in america but let, let's let's push on joe because uh now we're into june 1974 so, so Pee Wee's taking breaks yeah, it seems like between each of the ones that are actually substantiated so far, he's taken like a year, year and a half. Yeah. Uh. Yep. So 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 what goes down June uh, in June of nineteen seventy four?
1: So Johnny Sellers, uh, thirty six years old, is actually Gaskin's friend, and then yeah, Je- with friends
0: like that, who needs fucking enemies?
1: Yeah, I know, right? And Jesse Judy, uh, twenty two. Wait, was- her name was
0: Jesse Judy. Yeah. That's two names. That's two first fucking names.
1: Yeah, and I will say this. is like a lot of the times I actually cut out the middle names because I'm like, I don't need three fucking names. These people ain't serial killers. You only killers, need three names victims. if you're a serial killer. Exactly. We've proven that. Yeah, exactly. But that um, was that
0: Gaskin's ex-girlfriend.
1: Yes. Um, so Johnny Sellers and Jesse Judy actually knew of his criminal activity and could snitch on him for what he had done up until so, this so, point. So he
0: was going around telling people. Uh, not Some about everything
1: are. but more or less like he was worried they were going to tell people about or tell the comps about him burglarizing and fencing stuff
0: well and, and also too like i see that like like while he was in sumter again i can't remember if all these took place in sumter or prospect but the it's all actually, over the dude actually owned a hearse that yeah. was his getting around vehicle and he was uh, he would joke uh, before getting arrested I kill so many people, I need a hearse to haul into my private cemetery. Wow! <laughs> you know, motherfucker was buck wild. And, you know, so that may have been the kind of shit he was saying. And then also, you know, A, this dude's got a criminal record. B, he was a Floridian carny. <laughs> ah, this dude's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so but that was uh so June nineteen seventy four. He so he shoot he just shot Sellers yep. and stabbed and Jesse.
1: His and yeah. this is
0: what I'm noticing, like P- a lot of people have a certain thing. You know what I'm saying? John Wayne Gacy, he liked to strangle, burying him in the crawl space. You know, you you you've you know you've got a lot of M.O.s when it comes to real serial killers. Yeah. Pee Wee's only M.O. is killing.
1: And actually, for everything that's cooperated, and I was actually going to bring this up, is that everything that was cooperated was people that he knew. Is people that he yeah, knew I'm that crossed that too. him. Yeah, and that's why, again, the plausibility of like, the whole hitchhiker most, killers, most killers doesn't fall in it.
0: Most serial killers are able to temper their urges with people that they actually let into their circles. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, there's plenty of people who killed moms or dads and stuff like that, but usually they had wronged them in some way yeah. and stuff like that, but most of the time, they're seeking out victims they don't know. Yeah. Or certainly, they're not, you know, fucking or they, friends. Or they
1: fall into a particular model, yes, and that's what triggers Yes, but I mean, Pee-Wee's then. killing
0: dudes. He's killing women. He's killing yep. children. He's it's shooting. A, he's stabbing. And the he's common, strangling. The
1: common denominator are those that supposedly— can uh, be witness to his criminal activity, right. or, no. or this alter ego that he lives by outside of being with Mary.
0: Right. So, so now after the, the killing in June seventy four, things start picking up. Seventy five is a busy year for Pee Wee. Yes. Uh, and it kicks off in February of that year, Joe.
1: Yeah. So that's what the Silas Yates. Silas. Silas. Yeah. Whatever.
0: Our way. That's Silas Yates.
1: <laughs> Forty-five. He was actually uh, hired. Gaskins was hired to murder Yates. So he again, hired, we're, we're at
0: another layer here that does not fit
1: a particular pattern. You know, no. He was just, wow. It was just money. Again, that's actually why I love illustrating the whole socioeconomic right. thing because he would have never been a barn burner if it hadn't been for the money and him wanting to support Mary. He would have never been murdered for hire if it wasn't for the fact that he needed the money to support Mary and now his daughter Shirley.
0: So yeah, so so Suzanne Kipper was Yates' ex-girlfriend, um, and I guess she married him at some point, mm-hmm. uh, and she got him for a good price. I don't know how far fifteen hundred bucks went in nineteen seventy-five, but she gave Pee Wee fifteen hundred. Uh, so so go into this about Diane Neely.
1: Okay, so. Uh, Walter, Nealer, and Walter Neely was actually a really close friend of Gaskins and so his wife uh, Walter's wife Diane claimed to have actually had car troubles to lure Yates from his home and John Powell and John Owens again there was no illustration as far as like how they knew him or why they were involved but they were the ones that set everything up between Gaskins and Kipper they were The go-between, like, oh, you know, she wants this guy killed. Jesus, there's a lot of moving parts to this one. Yes, yeah, there really is. And they're like, oh, okay, well, Kipper wants her, you know, ex to get killed. All right, Gaskins, like, how do you plan on doing it? Oh, I'm going to involve Walter and his wife and all this shit. And what ends up happening is that after everything is all set up between Gaskins and Kipper they actually ended up helping him bear this body. So now he's ha- he actually has, like, technically four witnesses at this, uh, for this crime.
0: Yeah, dude. Like, Jesus, man. Like, I'm telling you, like, this is, and, and, and sometimes I think maybe this is why, particularly after the research, why Pee Wee Gaskins is not as well known. Because we really love our serial killers to have a theme.
1: And he doesn't.
0: He doesn't. No. He's just a fucking maniac. He's literally just like, almost like fucking, I don't, you know, nothing's He's the yes
1: guy with the gut to fucking kill. That's all. Yeah, he just likes
0: to kill people, just has that in him. You know, you you think back to the most famous serial killers in American history. Fuck, even in world history, a lot of them have something that you can kind of nail to them. They they have they have a theme they have an Gaskin, M.O. yeah
1: Gaskins Gaskins not,
0: doesn't this no. is just literally a fucking lunatic a- yeah a- and maybe that's why it's because they were like look like you know how do we market him you know there's like I just picture a boardroom people like you know well we have uh, we have Pee Wee Gaskins here how are we gonna how are we gonna bring him to the public this year and they're like oh how do you like to kill people uh every way <laughs> whatever yeah. the fuck he get his hands on is how he like to kill him. All, right, all right okay, okay, okay. Did he, did, he, did he like killing boys? Uh, well, I mean, he killed men, but he also killed women and, and children. Kids, yeah. Oh, shit, that's not going to do. Hmm. <laughs> How do we do this? Did he, was he a clown? Well, he was a carny in Florida for a couple of, maybe a year or two, but it didn't really work out, and he went back to South Carolina. Oh. Fuck. Goddamn. B- bury him. Bury him, <laughs> bury him, bury him. What's this file right here? Jeffrey Dahmer. Let's see what we can do with him. Like, I, I, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and as we've researched it, I'm like, maybe that's why. Because a lot of the times, when, when it comes to serial killers, you think about the most famous ones. You can boil down your most famous serial killers, honestly, to a five ten minute conversation. Yeah. You really can, because they yeah, have I something that Yeah. Uh, Pee Wee' The
1: M O. is like this rule right. book inside their brain, whether they know it or not. Whether they're aware of it or not in the time frame or in the moment or the heat of the passion, I guess you could say. Right, yeah. Uh, it, they don't know it until, well, we don't know it until after the fact. And we're like, holy shit, they hit five out of six of their necessary markers. That's why they died. It, I mean, th- That's I'm sure, why that person I'm died. Sure, I'm
0: sure there's plenty of serial killers who didn't know that they had a theme or an M.O. until after it's all broken down. Because uh-huh. they don't know why they yeah. were attracted to kill this particular person. Peewee Gaskins was just like, "Well, that some bitch looked at me crossways, you know." And then someone else was like, "I'll give you fifteen hundred bucks if you fucking kill me." God damn, girl, let's do it! <laughs> you know, <and laughs> this motherfucker was wild, bro. So, so let's all right. So we got February, so now we're into April. Yes. Two months later, April nineteen seventy-five. Joe, what happens to Diane Neely, yeah, the lady so, who gave him the fifteen hundred bucks to kill her former? Well, ex- no, lover? she
1: no, she helped. With Suzanne the Suzanne Kemper and the Silas Yates controversy. So she helped Walter Neely, her husband, help Gaskins set up. Oh yeah, sorry,
0: sorry. Suzanne Kipper was the one that paid the money to kill Silas. Diane and her husband Walter were the ones that helped facilitate. Yes. And so
1: she becomes estranged from Walter. She starts day, a date. Nothing will day, break you-, you
0: apart quicker than organized murder. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that, you know,
0: Joe and me, we've been together for well over a decade, a decade and a half. I was about to fair. say,
1: fucking hell, you better count every I goddamn will. week, I was trying hour. I was
0: trying not to date us age-wise <laughs> because I clearly sound like, you know, a motherfucker, mid-twenties, probably drive a sports car. You know what I'm saying? 10-inch uh. penis. That's how I sound. But, uh, <laughs> but, 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 uh. But yeah, so but yeah, I promise you, if you think you're strong but, but now we have some upcoming episodes uh. where you're gonna show where the murder just brought the love together, but not so the case in Pee Wee's history. <laughs> no. So 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 Diane Neely yeah. gets stabbed, gets get murked out by Pee Wee via stabbing.
1: Yes. So again, she uh, Diane becomes estranged from her husband, Walter, starts dating a guy named Avery Howard who's 10 years older than her um so she becomes you know Diane's boyfriend at this, or he becomes Diane's boyfriend at this point. Neely, Diane, and Howard attempt to actually blackmail Gaskin so this bitch fucking not only dishes her husband but gets like all balls to the wall in her brain like oh I know how we can get some money. And they attempt to black a gaskets for $5,000 fucking dollars. Like, how dumb, bitch? Like, you've yeah, ar- Pee- you have already know this fucker will kill somebody for some money. I, Do you really think he's going to give a shit about killing you trying to get money and, from and him? And I haven't seen, there's not a ton of photos of
0: Pee Wee out there. But the photos I've seen does not look like this motherfucker had 5K laying around.
1: No, no, he's squirrely as shit. But I do,
0: you know what, though? I got to give it up, although it cost him his life. You got to give it up for Avery Howard, for Diane being like, look, I love you, Avery. (laughs) But you've you've got to know something about me. I participated in an organized murder for money, and I just don't want that to come back later and haunt us. And Avery goes, you know what? I respect that. I fucking love that. That's what Jesus would do, Diane. But I'm gonna tell you what. You think we could get some money out of this? Like, I love the fact that it's not like, holy shit, you helped help someone get murdered. Bitch, I should run I'm from gone, the hills. Avery, Avery goes, you help someone get murdered.
1: Let's yeah, we
0: can make some Let's money. Let's profit on this. off of this. Yeah, yes, so, exactly. So, Dumb fuck. This is two murders. You kind of can't feel. Too terrible about, but again, stabs one, shoots the other. There's not there's no method to how he likes to kill. Pee-wee just likes being crazy at this point. Yeah. So now, two more months, Joe pass. We're in June of
1: 1975. Yeah. So, oh gosh. So Kim Kim Gelkins, she's 13 years old. She was actually kidnapped from uh Charleston, South Carolina. Side
0: note, Charleston, South Carolina. If you're listening to this and you've never been. Beautiful city. Yes. I fucking love Charleston, South yeah. Carolina. Can't wait to go back. Continue on.
1: <laughs> um. So, uh, Kim Gilkin's 13 years old. She's actually kidnapped from uh, Charleston, South Carolina. She's brought back to either Sumter or Prospect, South did, did they Carolina. Pee Wee
0: kidnapped her. Was it her or was it him? Because I said here. There wasn't uh, she, a lot of detail. She was basically a sex slave to him and his friends. Yes. So, we don't know necessarily who got her, but she. Comes and, and still, into-
1: honestly, uh, he, uh, prior to that, he had actually only been considered somebody who was like aiding and bedding a minor at this point who had like run away. Ah, okay. So I, maybe she was already wild. She was already out and about. He saw an opportunity. So, so how long was she a
0: sex slave? Not even
1: said. Not even said. It could have been a couple of weeks, a couple of hours. Fuck if Years. we know. We don't yeah. know. No, absolutely do not know. All right, so but um, but so in June 1975,
0: ki- she was killed.
1: Yeah, so she's kidnapped and. She was obviously being raped by Gaskins and several of his other friends. Right. Uh, this particular night, she decides that, no, I don't want anything to do with you, Gaskins. Get the fuck off of me. Okay. Tries fighting him. It pisses him off. That's the reason why she got killed. Because she had turned down his advances. Okay. Uh, yep.
0: Yeah. So- and it
1: fucked with his ego.
0: Well, yeah, and that's a five foot two to five foot four ego, so there ain't a lot of fucking, <laughs> there ain't a lot of room for messing around. And
1: then you know, a few months later, now we're in yeah, October, October, nineteen
0: seventy five. Yep, nineteen seventy five, October. We got uh, Dennis Bellamy. He's twenty seven. Uh, he was a he was someone that helped Pee Wee with with robberies and yeah. burglaries and stuff like that. He was also Diane Neely's half brother. Yep. Um, and then you got John Knight, fifteen who is a half-brother to Dennis, who's a half-brother to Diane. Yeah. So we got quarter-brothers, we yeah. got half-brothers, all kinds quarter of brothers running around this. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, did it say why, I mean, Pee-wee smoked them both via gunshot. Uh, let's see, uh, the, the, the boys, the, oh, so the boys had actually, ro- so Gaskins has a repair shop at this yeah. point. He's yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, that doesn't. No offense to anybody who does that kind of shit. It's very good, honest work, but you don't have to have a lot of startup capital to start a repair shop. That's all I was getting at. Um, So they had actually robbed Gaskin's repair shop uh and you know he you know god damn it don't you don't cross the fucking little boss
2: the <laughs> boss baby um,
0: uh, and they were they were murdered and buried with with uh, other victims so i'm um, are were they were they also buried on K- Pee-wee's property
1: yes mhm
0: okay uh and, and walter neely <laughs> that's Diane another name, right? husband so, so yeah. again Diane has been killed not sure walter knows this but he's the one who, along with his wife at the time, Diane, helped facilitate the murder of Silas Yates for Suzanne Kipper. He actually helps Pee-wee get rid of the bodies. Yes. Um, and at this point, we run from October, Joe, to November 14th of 1975 when Pee-wee Gaskins is finally arrested for all this shit. So, November 14th of 1975, Joe, shit finally catches up with Pee Wee Gaskins, and he's finally arrested.
1: Yes. So, Walter Neely, who we've been mentioning. <clears throat> yeah, that's sometime. the guy who
0: helped him bury his
1: last victims, yeah.
0: by the so, way. Yeah.
1: So, he's arrested, and he immediately So, flips. Neely got arrested. Yeah. Neely okay. got arrested, and it wasn't alluded to exactly what crime what, he what was Ford. picked up. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, he's in custody. He's like, fuck it, I'm flipping on Gaskins because I need my ass out. Whatever, you know, bargaining token I can use this for, I'm going to fucking use it to my benefit. That's a real friend
0: right there, by the way. Holy shit, there's handcuffs, time to motherfucking roll over.
1: Yeah, so (laughs) that's when he immediately tells the cops that, you know, Gaskins had killed, like, Dennis Bellamy and Johnny, uh, Johnny Knight and said Gaskin actually told him he had killed several folks listed as missing persons And led them to where some of these bodies were buried. Which, of course,
0: Dennis or Walter Neely knew because he had helped Gaskins put them there.
1: Yes, a few of them. Yes, so he knew about some of the bodies and where they were located. Obviously, he knew about the ones he helped bury. But you know, he uh, Gaskins liked to boast to to Neely. and was like, "Oh, you know, there's these fuckers over here." He figures one. He could trust them. Got my back. He's helping bury
0: bodies. I can tell him. Hey. Guess what that mound is over there? Hint, wink, you know. wink.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, so in, you know, the cops search, they find a of the bodies. So that brings us to Gaskins being tried. Right. So on Me? May 24th, yep. 1976, he's tried. He is found guilty, literally 4 days fucking
0: later. Yeah, I don't think the jury had to had to talk long about this one.
1: No. Uh-uh. And he was actually originally sentenced to death, but it was commuted to life due to like changing laws and rules between like See, the fed e- even and South the Ca- state.
0: Even South Carolina at some point was like maybe uh, maybe we don't kill him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> begrudgingly.
1: So he's obviously he's been sentenced to life in prison and this yeah. is actually yes. where he ends up committing His
0: last substantiated murder took place
1: within
0: yes. the fucking penal system. Cause our boy Pee Wee Gaskins, as we have confirmed is, Whoa, wild <laughs> motherfuckers. Yes.
1: So he was, again, he was found guilty in May 28th, 1976, in September of 1982. So <laughs> literally, what, six years later.
0: Yeah, he yeah come, He's been hanging out just in jail. On he's he's going to for, life. On, you know, well, yeah, there, lie, for life. but he's yeah. on death row. Shit's changing. You know, the times, they are changing. <laughs> but not Pee Wee Gaskins. Pee Wee Gaskins. Old school.
1: Yes. And this is where Rudolph Tyner, 23, who had actually, he was, um, our Gaskins was murdered to, or yeah, a hired murder to. Murdered Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah.
0: Another murder for hire. Pee-wee's back to his old
1: ways. Yeah. Tyner was on death row. He was actually on death row for killing couple who was running convenience store. Their son was the <laughs> one. Um, it was Mr. and Miss Moon. Um, they ran this convenience store. Their son paid Gaskins $2,000 to kill this motherfucker. That's a lot
0: of prison ramen and cigarettes yeah, right there, But by he the was way. pretty
1: much just like, okay, you know, between, I'm here, I'm done. Again, yeah. Nothing else to lose. Yeah, exactly. So he thought. Yeah, but the moon boy, he was just like, all these, you know, uh, all, the, the judicial system is not giving me any kind of fucking, um, uh peace or gravity right, because we know
0: uh, for the longest time i mean especially in modern history i mean you could be on death row for fucking decades
1: yeah so and that's they're, they're, what the moon boy was right. pissed he, he off want, about he, he wanted, wanted justice i want my
0: fucking blood and yeah. he's still here i want this my fucking blood. this fucker killed my parents yeah.
1: i want him gone so he gives him two thousand dollars and this, again, it, 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 it's a hat tip at Gaskins and his, his proclivities towards mechanics. His engineering
0: ingenuity.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, he's an intelligent motherfucker when it comes to certain categories like every other I person on this. I can fix your
0: mower and I can rig up a goddamn prison bomb. <laughs> I promise you that. I don't know what comes after 10, but I don't need to.
1: He snuck in plastic explosives, fucking figures out how to create a blasting cap, uses some long wire from the fucking shop, and rigs a radio speaker to create a bomb. He literally says, Hey, here's this radio, meaning you're gonna communicate, get on it at this time. He in his book says the last thing that Tyner heard. Was Gaskins giggling? Oh my god! Th- before this fucker just blows his fucking head apart, and I, I you know, obviously, I have no fucking remorse no. for saying like Tyner probably deserved to be dead, yeah. especially for killing an old, Mur- you know, senior citizen murdering couple. Each
0: other doesn't really bother. No,
1: absolutely. Now this fucker killed a senior citizen couple because That's he hilarious. decided to lift less than a hundred dollars from a fucking till and killed these Could people. Could you imagine Fuck being it. in
0: your cell and the last thing you hear is? <laughs> and then bang. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like, the
0: fuck was that bow? <laughs> so, yeah. So, but now because of this. Yes. Gaskins gets re-sentenced yeah. to death. First yeah. time in South Carolina history that a white man was sentenced to death for killing a black man. Yes. Rudolph Tyner. I'm going to go ahead and say it. That's a white ass sounding name. Really? Hell, Rudolf Timer. I thought this dude was German. I figured it was an ex-Nazi <laughs> or some kind of shit. Definitely didn't think that he was a black dude. Uh, but, yeah, so he, he's, and he, so, yeah, Pee Wee Gaskins, that's, it's done, son. We're done with you. We're done playing the games. Uh, and, again, we're not talking about a simple prison shanking here. We're talking about you blowing a motherfucker up in his cell. Could have killed other guards. Could have killed other inmates. All this shit. I don't imagine that that Pee Wee Gaskins skimped when it came to the explosions or had an exact science figured out.
1: Okay, so alluding back to the book, and I know that we're running over like yes, horribly yeah, yeah. In time, uh, this and is I'm sorry, be a one,
0: but we really uh, I love interjecting
1: not, with this information because I actually don't read the know book about him. Yeah. this
0: is one of the few episodes we've done. We've done a few other ones, and, and when we find someone that we we who are into this kind of shit haven't heard of. Yeah. We know a lot of you haven't either. So we wanted to be, we want to make sure we give you some meat and potatoes here. Go ahead, Joe.
1: Okay. So via the book, he had tried killing him like numerous different ways, like poisoning him, trying to sneak out a knife and so on and so forth. But he, when he thought of the, the explosives thing, he was like, hell yeah, this is the way I'm going to get his ass. And I thought that was actually really funny when I read it and I actually giggled while I was reading and I'm pretty sure your dad looked over at me and thought I was fucking nuts because he was sitting on the couch and I was just like uh, he blew him up <laughs> we're gonna go boom motherfuckers and then you know in my notes what did I put in there boomy boom no I, lo- I love you You literally
0: put plastic explosives plus blasting cap plus long wire plus radio speaker equals boomy boom that is Joe's actual notes there uh, but but while Pee Wee's on death row, this is where, of course, he naturally boisters his yeah. claim to a yep. hundred to a hundred and ten people that he actually killed. Which again, he didn't do that. He he was sentenced to life in nineteen seventy six, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So we've we've went. Six to seven years past that, and he's never at this point exaggerated his kill count. No, because he had life in prison,
1: and he's he's he hasn't made in the shade because he's already re- earned so much respect right. in his particular prison. Oh yeah, he has it. Fucking made. Right, he is top goddamn dog. In right. Fucking now state.
0: though, you can see the end is nigh. Yeah. So now it's time to just bolster that my legacy. legacy yeah, my got to ride off. Got to ride off big time. Yep. Um. Uh, he also actually uh, claimed to be the one who had killed a South Carolina senator, uh, Senator James Coutinho Jr.'s 13-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. But again, as we've said, all of these murders were, in, were widely disputed. There is zero, again, we're not saying he didn't, but there is zero evidence to show yeah. that he actually did them. And again, you're talking about a guy. And he talks
1: a lot about it in his book, y'all. If you guys want to go through the nitty gritty, feel free. It's uh, the PDF is on Reddit, but yeah, he even talks about, oh, I cooperated with my son to kidnap and kill, you know, the senator's daughter, and so no, no, so, it was a
0: solicitor. So this is actually two weeks sorry, before solicitor. his execution, uh, he claims that he had plotted with his son. To uh, kidnap the three year old daughter of Dick Hart yeah, yeah. Uh He was the area, the, the, the area, county, or whatever, solicitor that had commuted his life sentence yeah. to execution because of the murder of Rudolph Tyner. But again, there was no substantiation. No. There was never an actual no. kidnap attempt or anything like that. It's just a claim. Um, and uh, so actually, um, he, so he's you, he, he's executed September sixth of nineteen ninety one. Finally,
1: yes, but a few hours previous right. to it, they were talking about like, and, and again, this it's split between his book and what other people said. Right, other people said that he was vehemently trying not to die. Like they did, he did not want to die. But via his book, he was like, "Oh, I'm ready to go." Now, if he was really ready to go, why do you need to slit your wrist, motherfucker? Just die via electric chair. So is it? He was hoping that by slitting his wrist, that it would kind of fall into that pretense where it previously had where he had been appealing and, and postponing his death. Uh, he was hoping medical yeah, they were away. Yeah. No, they literally sewed his ass up and said, No, you're gonna sit in that fucking electric chair a few yeah, hours Yeah, Damn, from now. that's
0: cold right there. Yeah, that's how gonna go- die motherfucker. How my goddamn state yes. electrocute some motherfucker. Hell yeah. Uh his final words, Joe, what his final words <laughs> I'll I'll let my lawyers talk for me. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Boom, <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> boomy, boom. Yeah. Um,
0: and so I, I think this is a, a good quote to end everything on. Joe, you actually got this. It's, it's from his book, The Final Truth yes. by Pee Wee Gaskins. Final truth should be in quotes eh. um, because we again, as a lot of this is ups- unsubstantiated. But uh, should
1: I try my southern accent. It's up to you. No, let's go ahead and do
0: it. Let's get a Midwestern woman to fake a Southern (laughs) accent for a South Carolina native serial killer. It's 2021. That's a quality. Let's fucking go for it. Do it. Well,
1: thank you. Do it. Do it. When they put me to death, I'll die remembering the freedom and pleasure of my life. I'll die knowing that there are others coming along to take my place, and most of them won't never get caught. I'll die peaceful, because my name is going to live as long as men have memories, as long as they talk about good and evil, and as long as they read my words of final truth.
0: All right, I'll give you some credit. Not bad. (laughs) Thank you. Not as loud as most Southerners would have done it. (laughs) Well, that's why. I can't deny what I am. But not bad. But not bad. So, Dreadheads, that was, is the story of Pee Wee Gaskins. I was really excited to do this episode. Me too. I really
1: was. I really
0: hated that I didn't have the time to be able to participate in the research as much as I normally do. But clearly, you can see Joe gave us a lot of fucking meat. And I promise you, if you try to go do research yourself on Pee Wee Gaskins, you'll see, it's especially without that book, Uh, there is not a lot out there. And Again, I think it goes back, Joe, to like we said. I think that Pee Wee Gaskins is far less known because they could not fit him into a tagline. No. There is. No, he's not the killer clown. You know what I'm saying? He's not the, the beautiful serial killer like Ted Bundy. He's not the cannibal guy like Jeffrey Dahmer. He doesn't even have a standard operating procedure with how to kill motherfuckers. No. Mm-mm. Honestly, at this point, I don't even know how to classify Pee Wee Gaskins. No. Clearly fucking psychotic. Yeah. Clearly a madman. But I, I can't, I mean, some, even something as generic as the meanest man in America. What else can you say about him? <sighs> I don't know. I I can't even think of a clever quip at this point. And for all of my faults, and I'm sure the listeners go, (laughs) yeah, there's a lot. I'm at least pretty quick-witted on my feet.
1: Oh, yeah but no he doesn't fall into any category and that's what and and honestly i think that was the only reason because we both know i'm not the the biggest fucking reader um i I love my articles and my research and all that but when i was like holy shit there's a book oh it's a hundred, eight hundred, nine pages oh i want to read it and i was hooked on the first page and finished it several hours later because i was so enthralled in just trying to figure out this crazy motherfucker. Right. Because he does not fit into a single category. No, he, 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 Pee Wee Gaskins is his own person.
0: No, absolutely. And I think that anybody, and that's one of the reasons we were so excited about bringing um, this, and, and he was always on our list. Yes. From day one. And, but it was, y'all, literally- we have a
1: gigantic fucking list of like, Ideas for fucking episodes, and Pee Wee has literally He's been always on been it. Around the top. But why? You want to let him know?
0: So, okay. <laughs> I, I will say this, uh, um, and I'm probably putting way too much of my own personal information out there, but this is one of the reasons why I was always insanely fascinated with this guy since growing up. I, I told everyone I'm from South Carolina. Uh, both of my parents were from South Carolina. Um, my mother's maiden name was Gaskins. Yeah. That is a thousand percent true. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who listen to this podcast who've known me since I was a kid. A thank you all for listening. Yes. Um, that, that can vouch for that. Um, I have outside of that knowledge, I have no other idea of any real connections. Yeah. Um, there's not, a, again, his daughter, uh, is willing to speak of, you know, mm-hmm. she, she, she. She's not out and about with it, like trying to make money off of it, but she's never no. denied it. She never ran away from no. it, stuff like that. And, Outside and, of that, and, though. And,
1: and not to cut you off, she's a great person. She really is. Because she's lived up to the fact that her father was a monster, and she's actually done her own thing. And she's like a foster mom, and she's fostered hundreds of kids, didn't care about the race. And she literally has came out to media before and says, I can't live past the legacy. Sometimes you're born with a good one, You're sometimes you're born with a bad one. I got the lucky uh the unlucky uh or the short end of the draw and but I'm living past it. And she you don't hear shit from her. She no, that's does her awesome. own thing. She still lives here in South Carolina. Right. And it, so please, like don't don't uh Yeah, don't be Don't, wanted, don't, don't, don't go shade. researching her and
0: being a dick no. and stuff like that. None of us should pay for the fucking crimes of our fucking our, the peop our fathers or our mothers. No. But yeah, so that's the way it always was with Pee Wee Gaskins and and I I always remember Earlier in my life being like, well, why don't I hear about this guy? And, and now after being able to do the research, because honestly, we, we wanted to do him a little bit earlier uh, in the episodes than what we got to. But we just did. We weren't able to dig much. No. And all, I'm telling you, like, if we didn't, if we were not able to get a hold of a, of a PDF copy of that book. This episode would not be almost two hours long. It would have barely pushed a fucking hour.
1: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And that's why we originally so did the notes. Yeah, it was like two pages, if that. Yeah, and you'll then- find articles
0: and stuff about it, but all of them say the same shit. Yeah, they just there's just not a lot about it. So I think that if you're into true crime, if you're particularly into serial killers, Pee Wee Gaskins is fucking fascinating because the body count, his legacy, what they it, just the stuff alone that they were able to substantiate. He should be in the Hall of Fame with the ones that everybody knows, and he's not known. And I think that's a fun thing to dissect is why he's not known.
1: Yes, absolutely. I 100% Uh,
0: agree with that. So, but if you've ever heard of him before, even in passing, I really hope y'all enjoyed this episode. We had a fucking blast doing this episode. We always have a lot of fun, but it was cool to kind of get to do someone that kind of personally means something to me, uh, not only being from my home state, but again, he, he His step, uh, his dad, his biological dad had the same last name as my biological mother. So, and I promise you, that's not a name that is all over the state of South Carolina. No,
1: it's not. It's it's
0: not. I've never heard of the last name Gaskins outside of my mother's side of the family until I heard of Pee Wee Gaskins. Yeah, never ran a single uh, across another motherfucker that that had that happen. So, um, Jeff Funjo.
1: Oh yeah, always. This, this is actually probably, to date, my f- most favorite episode. Yep, so really again, s- sorry we
0: kept y'all so long, we hope you enjoyed it, I just don't, there wasn't, we had to bring all this shit up, because I really, I think a lot of you, if you're listening to this, you went, who the fuck is Wee Gaskins, and I think that at the end of it, you guys are going to become, and I mean this in, in in a liking serial killers fashion like that, you're going to be a big fan of Wee. Yeah, You're going to want to know more about him. I encourage you And if you
1: do, guys, I, I'm going to say this ahead of time as like a disclaimer. Pee Wee in his book goes into grave detail about num- uh, 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 several of his crimes. Yeah. And I'm going to illustrate this. Uh, I'm going to illustrate this in saying that if you do not know or you don't want to know about how this man perpetrated a crime against a... Expecting mother and her toddler, do not fucking read this because it goes into too much detail and you will be haunted. Right. Even if you have a strong stomach like me. But it is a very fascinating read, except for that section.
0: Right. And as we've always said, you never know when you cross the line on what you can handle until you have crossed the line on what you can handle. Yes. So read at caution. But again, it's out there. We found it on Reddit. The, the, the book is out there in PDF form. I really wish they would re-release this book. Maybe some of the details are in there is why they haven't. But again, uh, Pee-wee Gaskins should be a serial killer that everybody knows. And you should do your part, Dreadheads, in spreading the dread. Learn about Pee-wee Gaskins. And I promise you, you Share are going with others. Share, our, gonna, podcast yes. with others. Yeah. Yes, Share our podcast with others. Yes, absolutely. We did all fucking due
1: diligence, motherfucker. Share us. Yep.
0: Yeah, but I, I think Pee Wee is going to be a really cool talking point that you can bring up to a lot of other people that aren't going to know about him. And really in all honesty, in, in the serial killer fan community, uh, this is a guy that we all should know about. And I think that after you listen to this, you're going to kind of feel like us and feel like you kind of have your own little hidden secret, <laughs> your own little hidden gem that not everybody knows about. So we hope you enjoyed that. Joe remind them once again, where can they go to link up with us?
1: Spreadthedreadpodcast.com. What will they find there? All, all of our social media links and direct links to all of the podcast applications that we can be found on. No bullshit. Don't have to search for us. You click on stitcher. You're going to go directly to our page. Same as Google Podcasts, Apple, Apple Podcasts, all of them.
0: Yep. Yeah, and, yep. Then, and there's links directly to our YouTube and our BitChute. Yep. And, of course, on that website, there's a Podbean player that has all of our episodes right there. So you can even listen to the episodes directly from our website. And
1: if you're that fucking lazy to already listen to our podcast directly on the website, feel free to hit me up on Snapchat at the uh, Spread the Dread podcast as well. And shoot, if you really want the direct link, ask me for it. I will send it to you. So that you don't have to for the dig PDF? for PDF. Yes. Sure. Yeah, yep. yeah.
0: We could, we could do something. That's fine. Yeah. Yep. If anyone's wanting that, uh, hit up Joe on Snapchat. You hit us up on IG asking for that shit. We're not going to give it to you. We told you to do it on Snapchat. Fucking listen. Yeah. But definitely follow us on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> and feel free <laughs> yeah. to men- uh, to uh, to message us on there, as well as spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And again, don't forget, five-star super spreader. Next episode, I promise you, we're going to let you know the other podcast platforms that you can review us on to get those stickers. We just want to research it, make sure we have it in hand so that we can give you clear, concise ways to give us reviews. But the reviews are insanely important. They help to bolster us up on the list. So as of right now, if you have access to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, drop a few lines about it, Send us a screenshot of it to our email or to IG or to Facebook. Don't do Snapchat because it'll disappear. But Facebook, IG, or Gmail with a screenshot of that review and your mailing address. And we are going to send you a free Five-star Super Spreader Spread the Dread Podcast sticker.
1: Yes, and thank you to everyone who has already participated. Yes. We've already sent out those stickers. We, They're loving them. They're loving yeah, them. Yeah, but I say we've been in constant contact with everybody who has done it so far. So, again, thank y'all so fucking much.
0: That is correct. So, for Spread the Dread Podcast Episode 11, let's put it in the books. Let's put a bow on it. I'm John
1: and I'm Joe
0: and y'all have a great day or night depending on what time it is when you're listening to this and in the words of our man Jack Torrance
2: why don't you start right now and get the fuck
0: out of here.